the White House, President Eisenhower signs the proclamation that makes Alaska's entry into the Union official, nearly 92 years after Lincoln's Secretary of State bought the territory from the Russian Tsar for $7 million. The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. The Bait Shack. Located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Lawn Pro AK, your year-round professional property maintenance company, providing services such as weekly lawn maintenance, driveway sweeping, snow and ice management, and tons more. Get your free estimate today at LawnProAK.com. Anchortown Dogs, located at 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Menegato's Accounting, locally owned and operated advisory and tax accounting solutions. Passion, experience, diligence. Learn more at menegatosaccounting.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off Arctic and 58th. Handcrafted Alaskan-made cider. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Check them out at doubleshovelcider.com. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. Find their products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more at the Treehouse AK and other dispensaries around the state. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway, your all-in-one cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children, and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. Pop that top. ASMR. I had to explain to these guys what ASMR means. No clue. Do you, can you define it now? <laughs> no? No, no takers? Not. Make things sound real good. Yeah, yeah. You just abbreviate acronyms. Yeah, AS- my JJB, it's cool. ASMR. ASMR. What is it? ASMR. ASMR. Figure it out. Alaska Wild Project MR. <laughs> I don't know. I just went on a, um, like a rabbit hole on YouTube. <laughs> I was like, "What is this? What is this?" And it, you know, basically, for people that don't know, it's like 
intense close to your mouth video and audio of people like saying certain things or like a recording of someone like, like it could be like a moose scrape, uh-huh. but it's like really like intense, like focus on that sound. Oh, mm-hmm. things like that where it's just, you're highlighting the audio or the sound of a straight HD. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I mean, that's what I noticed. Yeah. What's the acronym? I don't know. For? Could we look it up real quick? Actually. So Autonomous sensory meridian response. R- remedian is a relaxing, often sedative sedation that begins on the scalp and moves down the body, also known as a brain massage. Mm-hmm. ASMRO. Okay, I looked up the wrong thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, was, actually, what you were describing nice. there is when you go to your kid and you put your hand on top and you go like that, like this, and, <laughs> you, and you do like the egg dropping. Have you ever done that? And then you do like this. No, you never no. done that. No, <laughs> okay, no. I have to do it to you later. All right, it's maybe one of those things that uh, Mr. Uh, Hans. I was just going to gonna say, I had a flashback. To bring up Hans. <laughs> oh, speaking about Hans, I want I wanted to make a quick update on the Patreon stuff. Um, we have all of our new merch in. We have our hoodies. We have our hats. Um, we have new women's hoodies. Those uh, things we got shirts. Nice, we got all kind of water bottles. The, um, the sunglasses are on the way. Yeah. Um, we just made a decision on that. And so if you are a Patreon, we are going to do a quick story. And in that story, before the story or maybe after the story, we'll give you the discount code. Yeah. So that if you're a Patreon member, you can get a discount on any of the merch, whatever you want to go. Um, it'll be a significant, I'm saying at least 20% um, discount off whatever you want on the website. And so if you're a Patreon member, be on the lookout for that. And the stories that we're going to come with. I want to do the Han story. Actually, that was one of the first mm-hmm. recordings we ever did. Um, I'm Col- not going to, without Col- getting Carlo. too far into it, Hans was the guy that my dad used to take us to get our haircuts with. And um, just, it's just the whole thing yeah. about this guy, Hans. <laughs> and so. Uh, There's a guest speaker, right? There's a secret call in that one. Yeah, yeah. There'll yeah, be a secret is. call. So anyway, it's in the Patreon, hand. we're going to just do these little stories where some of them might be quick, like 15 minutes or, you know, up to an hour or whatever. Um, so Patreon members, if you're not a Patreon member, you can just go to our website. It's the best place to go. AlaskaWildProject.com. Scroll down and you'll see the Patreon link or you can go to Patreon.com slash AlaskaWildProject and sign up there. It's five bucks. It's 10 bucks. One dude put 50 bucks. Uh, what I think Wes is on there, actually. Yes, man. Yeah, Wes, Wes is actually on, a Patreon. Yeah, yeah man. I uh, was listening to podcast all the way down to Valdez and back and was really appreciating it and heard your guys' you know, option there, and I was like, oh, I'm going to support them. Thanks, right man. On, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate that, cool. Well, we didn't even introduce. We have Wes, Wes Canfield yeah. here, our really good buddies. He's been brought up on the podcast multiple times. I don't know if you mm-hmm. listened to all of them. You've, yeah. Your name has come out lots of times. Wes yeah. is here now with us today. Yep. You can follow Wes on his Instagram page at, at Canfield907, C-A-N-F-I-E-L-D. He can field. He can stream. <laughs> what up? Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's an honor to be here and looking forward to it. Yeah. Nice of you to show up kind of last minute, too. You know, it's funny. uh kind of got the kids running in a few different areas tonight, and I had to text the wife, and she's like, fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> that was her response? Yeah, that was dude. straight wow. up all caps. I was like, all right, I'm good. Cool. Sweet. Shut Sarah's man. Sarah, your wife is a badass, dude. Yeah. If you guys, Whoa. What's her she Instagram? Is. It's like hunt, fi- hunt fish lift Alaska. Yep. Hunt yep. dot fish. Right. Man, we got to look it up. We look it up real quick, yeah, please. Man. She is a G. Um, <laughs> straight up. Yeah, Sarah is is a bad. I mean, she's working out, dude. She's getting fit. She just took 
you guys just took the whole family out there for the moose hunt, which is amazing. That's just awesome, dude. Awesome. That's the last thing she touched. Dude, me. training for 2022 hunting in progress. Like it just got over nice. yesterday and she's already in the gym. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, she uh Pull she recognizes right here. Here she is. Yeah, hunt.fish.lift.alaska. That's a pretty cool name. Yeah. That's my queen. There you go. Good for you, Wes. Oh, cool. Yeah, man. man. I was taking the whole family out on the moose hunt, man. How was it? It was awesome. You know, it's uh it's a learning experience. It's our first time doing anything like that, you know, living in a tent for twelve days with a four and six year old, almost six year old. Wow. Uh but we were real fortunate. The weather cooperated. I think we had like one and a half days of rain. Um, you know, we made sure we got them good liners down, covered up with Gruden Grundens, you know, to seal uh-huh. everything in and just, you know, focus on keeping their attention buckets filled. Yeah. Great word. Attention bucket. So like uh, it's my boy Calder. He fed me that, and uh, I'm gonna drink from that one forever. You but should do that in an ASMR voice. Attention <laughs> bucket. Attention bucket. <laughs> Dude, you just massaged my brain. Oh man, my scalp like <laughs> crawled right there. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was good. You know, the kids—they're uh, gonna remember that forever. It was challenging when it came to actual the hunt keep them quiet you know but i worked out a little plan where i built a like a fort off and away from where we were spotting where we were calling the moose into so kept them away from the action but we brought them right up when it was time to shoot so they got to watch and they're gonna remember that stuff that's awesome that is so cool you just kind of took turns uh hanging out at the fort with the kids and yeah doing that whole thing Mm -hmm. i wondered that man that's um if you didn't have patience, you probably have lots of patience now. Because, man, I commend you guys, dude. That was it's It's tough because amazing. we took our kids on the youth hunt, and even at age 10 and 12, it's like, shh, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, we're hunting. You Second know? day at the end of the they're day. Still, they like, they're like still young and, and yeah. so full of energy, and you just got to have, like, pockets of quietness, and then you're, like, got to, like, all right, well, let's go over here where you can be loud and throw rocks or whatever and then come back to like get your jitters out quietness mm-hmm. yeah we figured it out the first night when we were spotting we're like they were so active and like couldn't just sit and spot right mm-hmm. so i was like all right next time we're taking turns someone spots someone hangs with the kids and you know keep them occupied give them that attention they need yeah and learn you know what's going on right mm-hmm. train them and you know teach them yeah but uh it was good i'm looking forward to the next one what kind of things were you doing to keep those buckets full? Picking blueberries, uh, like literally building forts, uh-huh. hauling firewood. Yeah. Um, Busy work. Building guns with like stones and rope, like tie- wedging these stones into these branches that gave them like lasers on the end of this wooden <laughs> gun. Yeah, yeah. You know, just whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's Slingshot cool. goes a long way too. Oh, yeah. They're not quite there. Not yeah, quite. Not, quite, not quite. Yeah. Yeah, That's no, I... Go ahead, Jack. Uh-huh. Oh, no, I was just thinking about, um, you know, like the 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 patience and the, you know, stay in tune with your kid and then, you know, when they're tired and they're getting cold or, you know, like getting hungry, they got to go to the bathroom. I mean, like there's like so much more than just like keeping them busy. It's like monitoring all that stuff and then being that little... I can only imagine their sensory was overloaded with the whole 
experience. Everything going on around them, the fresh air, the, right. the bugs, the, the animals, the conversation, the just being outside in the tent. I mean, that's a fun thing to a kid all in itself is sleeping in the tent. And, yeah. um, I mean, a kid's just basically running all day, just overloaded with all this really cool stuff going on around them. So, Speaking of the I tent, mean, I got a, a question. I'm always curious on what families do in the tent as far as, like, the sleeping arrangements. Because I know in our mm, tent, mm. Late, we just started bringing the cots. If it's me and my wife and the two boys, and the two boys are in the middle on the pads, and me and her on the outside of the cot, how do you guys do it? So we had an Arctic oven with a stove. We were next Sweet. to the stove, put the kids on the outside, and we just split the tent in half. So Sarah was on one side, I was on the other, and we just rotated with the kids. Cots, no turns. cots? No cots. One of the things we learned... Um, we begin cots. Yeah. <laughs> Lead <out. laughs> Yeah. Well, for a moose hunt, and we talked about yeah. that yeah. on the last one, moose hunts is cots. I mean, yeah. if we're just going to the river, we don't bring cots because you're not you're trying to minimize the weight sometimes. Right. Mm-hmm. We just all kind of pile in there together. Um, Scotty P, um, I was noticing his, you know, I've, I was been looking. When every time a family rolls up, I'm like, let me look what you got going on in there. Check, take a peek. And yeah. he had the, um, the bunk bed cots from Costco. And he had those, so his two boys were on the side, and then him and his wife were together on the other side, and the uh, whole middle was like a play area. Oh, no, they had it, like, because he had the Cabela's Guide 8-Man. Oh, yeah. So he had, like, on one one corner was his, um, and his wife was on the other corner, and then the kids, so they covered all three sides, and yeah, the middle yeah. was wide open for, like, whatever, dude. Yeah. They had all kind of toys and stuff in there. I was that's like, that's cool. cool. The bunk bed mm-hmm. just yeah. adds another. There's that bunk bed cot. Oh, yeah. 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 Massive room savings. That sounds awesome. And Stack a, it. Adult can sleep in it. It's like a six-foot really? thing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Those would be I've really cool at Moose Camp. You I should almost just do two that. of those. Yeah. You and the wife on one bunk bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the kids on the other and just have massive room. Well, be, I, I think oh, – go ahead, Jack. It would be kind of yeah. cool to have those at Moose Camp. And then, like, the top one is what you sleep on, and the one below it is, like, storage for your, like, clothes, and you can oh, lay stuff so out really nice. Oh, so stuff plays in all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And they're probably going to get better and lighter with those. They're a little bit heavy. We actually use those down in the house in Arizona, um, where we go to where we have just one bed in that bedroom in my mother in law's house, and we have the bunk beds at the end, so the uh, boys sleep there. Yeah, and we sleep in the there bed. Go, yeah, there it is, a picture. Oh man, they had them at cool. Costco. Yeah. Um, right now we're looking at the Cabela's, the Cabela's one, the, the disco bed, extra large cot bunk beds, three hundred twenty nine bucks for both, which is a good deal because I mean one cot alone is almost a hundred bucks. What's the weight? Eighty one feet is the length, so you could definitely fit an adult on that. Eighty one inches, yeah. Eighty one inches, yeah. Um, Do they got the weight? They probably don't even want to say the weight. It's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's got to be fifty pounds at least, right? Yeah, but uh, you're going on the moose hunt. I Sixty-two mean, and a half. Mm-hmm. Max cap of two fifty. So I mean, you can put a couple two hundred fifty pound dudes on there. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- what the main thing that's cool about the moose hunt is that, it, well, if you're not floating, which I guess totally is different. I think in general you're going to like a campsite and you're setting up shop for five, six, seven to ten, maybe twelve, fourteen days, and that's where that cot comes in handy because you're not <clears throat> you're not hunting nomadically. You're you know, you got a fort, and so yeah, air, air pad is great when you're having to tear it down and put it up every day. Yeah. So that bunk is, <laughs> that extra weight, it's like, yep, I'm going to sleep good every yeah. night. Yeah, and I'm sure Costco will have them again come springtime. Yeah, those are pretty cool. I, I would consider that um, for, yeah, I mean, 
Shit, you can put That's two, a good idea you got, Jack, where you sleep on the top and then you mm-hmm. put all your gear. Be so organized. Yeah. So I already do that now. You know, I bring my clothes dry bag and then in that I have a bunch of other little tiny dry bags. And so it's all set out, but it's on the bottom on the floor. And so if it's all dirty, you or know, yeah. I mean, it doesn't get dirty, but it could be wet. Yeah, and you're reaching mm. under it just kind of naturally becomes unorganized but something like that where it's like at your knee height oh, it would be nice so would you sleep on top and put the gear on the bottom yeah, yeah. either or that's what i'd do yeah yeah well you want it you want to have two of them in your tent right and so my side i'd be on the top and then have you know my cousin be on the bottom on his so then when the bear comes in you know, oh, naturally yeah. eats him just, and then yeah, i yeah. can just shoot you him put the beef off. jerky on the top on his yeah, yeah. You, you can just sit and swing around and hang your legs yeah. off the edge yeah, yeah. <laughs> last year there we were sleeping there and it was like and i was listening to like podcasts and stuff when i went to bed but there was this like right next to my ear and i was like fuck there's a bear right next and then i just kind of moved and it ran away Ooh, yeah that's always fun yeah that'll make your that'll make the uh, hair stand up on the back of your neck yeah the one stick they break coming in just happened to be feet from <laughs> my ear i'm here jack yeah. did you guys see any bears on your moose hunt uh i did not but our buddy that was with us called her he went in and sarah went in they spike camped out one night and they saw three black bears with two sets of cubs each. And then I think they saw one other boar that he made a move on, but spooked it and it went in and booked. Okay. I oh. didn't see any. Is Just your moose camp bears. up there on um, Upper Huffman? Yep. Trailhead? Right mm-hmm. by Ch- uh, Chad's? That's right where we snow machine to. It's a great fishing hole. Yeah, Upper, Upper Huffman, Huffman's dude. Got it Upper all. Huffman yeah. Trailhead's got yeah. it all, man. You guys about, should look in About mile 17, hit the Y, take a right. To uh, Moose Creek, there. Second right. Oh, second right. Yeah. That's right. That one trail. It's got the tree. Well, you have a flagging tape there, right? <laughs> I always have. It's really tape. faded. It has though. his initials on it. You can barely. It's white see now. Them. The flag. It was pink. It's all faded to white. <laughs> oh man, what did you guys um, do with the moose meat? Do you take it somewhere? Do you process it yourself? Yeah. So. Typically, I go to this local butcher, and I'm. You guys have talked about him on the show, John. He's awesome. Johnny Wags. Yeah, the game shop. He's got the good stuff. He does. Um, but he's getting up there, and he's not taking quarters. You know, it's hard for them to move around. So, I knew I was going to have to debone it. And as I started doing it, I'm just like, I'm going to do it all. Oh, yeah. Take it all off the bone. I'm going to pull all my steaks, all my roasts. Made a bunch of real nice asada cuts, nice. Uh, stew meat. Big roast, fatty steaks, and then trimmed all the rest up for John to turn into, you know, the sausages and stuff that we're going to have. So that took a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Solo. But it was worth it. Yeah. You keep the bones. We saved the hind legs. I'm going to give that a shot this year, too. Got them in the freezer. Gave the dogs the front. Yeah. Saved the scapulas. Yeah. They're big. They're going to be nice. The Rakes and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the big oh, baritones. What'd you get off the bone off your moose this year? Did you were you able to weigh the the net total? I did. I weighed everything that I took in plus what we already cut and froze, and it was three hundred. Sweet, that's about what I got off mine too, like three thirty. What's your favorite Johnny Wag product? Ooh, the jalapeno cheese dogs. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. hands down. That's uh. It's the go-to. I mean, everyone that has them are impressed with them, and I just 
can't get enough of them. Like they don't get old. Yeah. Kids don't like them. So this year we got cheese dogs just for them because they can't handle the spice. And yeah. Yeah. Is this is the regular dogs that you had the deer dogs that you brought out on our um, pretty much this whole mm-hmm. winter when we mm-hmm. were doing the, the wieners are those are those from Johnny Wegg? No, those are Indian. Indian Valley, just mm-hmm. plain hot dog. Yeah, it's they called do. it's called a traditional wiener. Yeah, German German wiener. The German wiener. So John makes a hot dog that's not like a smoked sausage, uh, like the uh, jalapeno cheese or or garlic cheese or garlic. Um, his dog is going to be like the same size as the jalapeno cheddar, but it's just a. Uh, um, Oh man, I guess is it still in a sausage there? shape? It's not like a hot it, dog it, shape. It is it, like in the, the normal size that he makes them. His casing and his hot dogs are like the same. So They're it's like not, a curved, yeah, like a it's sausage. Just, it's not like right. like the deer dogs where it looks like an actual straight, hot dog. Right. Yeah, and then, and then like this the separate plastic. Oh, right? you have to peel off yeah. that yeah, outer those plastic. Deer dogs are in that plastic, and there's something yeah. about the way that those are made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've but never so actually had his regular regular hot dogs. I never no. Neither yeah. have I, but the Indian sure Valley, those are yeah. go-tos. Dude, those are they're so really good. Dude. Yeah, for yeah. hot dogs, Indian Valley, it's the yeah. ticket for sure. Yeah, those their deer hot, hot dogs. dogs are like the, I mean, it's like a ballpark, Frank, man. It's, it's so the good, be, dude. Next yeah. best thing. It's almost as good as I had two for lunch downtown. today. Two. <laughs> 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 almost. Fry, fry. <laughs> no, that's better. Good thing they can't sell them because... Put me out of business. Yeah. Those are so good. <laughs> yeah, John Lau and Earl, they really like Alaska sausage. So this year we did the moose there, and uh, we got the kids the hot dogs, you know, from, from there. And last night was their first night. We just got the meat yesterday. And uh, it was our, the kids' first night eating them, and they just both looked at me, and they're like, this isn't the caribou dog. And, they, and I was just like, well, what do you think? And they're like, hmm. Oh, so versus the, the caribou, the jalapeno at, cheddar, no, or the regular, the regular dog. hot dog at oh, um, there versus Indian Valley. I think that I think that Alaska sausage. I mean, I do a lot of business with both of them. Yeah, is more on the plain side versus the seasoned side. Uh huh. Um, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's like suitable for like every palate. Yes. Make sure. Yeah. You yes. know what it's I mean? It's more like, like a <clears throat> commercialized, middle of the road flavor. Yeah, by design. Yes. You know, I think yeah. they're trying to appease every, you know, mild. Like, Russ, we want that smoky, hot, cheesy, like Johnny Wags is, you know, you boil that thing and throw it on the grill and it's got this, like, pocket of cheese on the side. It's about to burst and, like, yeah, just burn your, burn your face. face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a story about Johnny Wags' hot dog, man. Let's hear it. You know Kevin Stevens? Whip? Yeah. All right. Um... <laughs> Arctic Man, like 2007. Wait, should we save this story for the Patreon? Oh, man. I'm already, already I'm already going. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> that, that is a Patreon story in itself, but we'll do the, the short and dirty on, on Whip. Uh, so dude brings a grill out, you know, next to his race trailer, and we're just all piling it with game meat burgers and hot dogs. Well, I got two uh, five-packs of Johnny Wags's jalapeno cheese, and as soon as I bust those out, they, like, clear all the other – shit meat off that thing and they're like <laughs> cook all these up so i just brought the you know the bomb of shit ever to the table or grill in this case anyway man whip is he'd been going all night it's like four o'clock in the morning man 
Long story short, at Arctic we, Man. At Arctic Man. Yeah. So I have a little Sober. cooker on the right. I got them. I got a <laughs> pot of beer boiling, and I'm just dropping those things in there and just pulling them out once they plump up and just right over the grill and just. Mm. And I, <laughs> I throw the last like I don't know four or five on there, and then whip just comes right out. I just put it on the bun. I mean, like grabbed it off, just put it on the blazing. bun, and the 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 blister on the side <laughs> is like still boiling. The cheese is boiling inside, and this dude just blacked out. Just comes and grabs this dog, dude. It's just like biggest bite ever. Can you do it closer to the mic, ASMR style? <laughs> Let's just say there was liquid hot magma that like squirted oh on the side of <laughs> on the side of his cheek. Dude. That's where he got that scar. <laughs> oh my god, man! And he didn't even know the next morning like what happened because he had like a like a blister like little patch on cheese, boiling cheese. That's yeah. a true Arctic fan story for sure. Oh my god, man! That's just one of the the many that year that was like one of the last good years where you could kind of go full western out there, but. Man, that made me kind of cry and laugh because I was, man, I, it's just like whenever you guys say jalapeno cheese dog, it's like flashback of whip just getting like. Whip. I, I burn my whip. mouth every single year, dude. It doesn't matter, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when you're out ice fishing and that thing's hot and you just want to eat it. You oh, don't want to wait, dude. And no, you just, and no just gets the roof of your mouth or something. Just That's it. Just burnt. There's, and it's worth it. There's been a Still few years it. where Wags has had some different casings that just had more. Mm-hmm. Tough to them, yeah, like more and, snap or. And when you got into those, they would definitely send liquid magma shooting. <laughs> They're holding <laughs> to the people next to you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Usually, like a five foot radius. Like, just stay away from me while I eat this, okay? You might get hurt. <laughs> I, I get the um, I get these uh, jalapeno buffalo jalapeno cheddars. Oh yeah, from Indian Valley, and I saw them at the stand, and those like will do that. Where I'll just. Like one little pinprick hole once they're on the grill and you're turning them and it'll just like spray, dude, like 10 feet. So when I'm grilling them, I just wait until it's about, like I used to. Now I cut them and slice them a little bit so it's not going to just like, because it's hit so many customers and myself, dude. One time it's just like, boom, right in my eye. Bro, I had to like drop the tongs. <laughs> dude, I'm like doing the, like the, ah, just like went 15, in front of your 15 people in front of me. Dude. I'm like, ah, <laughs> Oh my goodness! And then it sprayed people, and they haven't noticed. Sometimes they're like, le- like talking to their friend or whatever. Just, <laughs> just comes out. And if you look at the top of umbrella, like the little stains, it's from the cheese. Just like, sh- so I used to like catch it, and I would put like the tongue like just in front of the spray, so it would like bl- block it from like going to the customer. Like, oh, <laughs> little do they know they just about got burnt. Oh yeah, dude. So hot tip with that, like give it just a uh, score, like you would like a salmon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it doesn't like just explode. Yeah. You know it what I'm can saying. Breathe a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and when it explodes, it's always like a pinprick hole. So yeah. it just like, like shoots, dude. Yeah. Just, oh my god, dude. Lots of psi. Oh that's, yeah, that's where High the pressure. air fryer comes in. Yeah, you know, it's all oh. sealed in that little spot. Dude, yeah. I haven't thought about doing. The dogs are better are in air kidding? fryer than anything else. Dude, it's you crazy. know, it's Big Kyle was telling me the steaks Ew. too, man. Oh, really? He said he does a whole straight up New York steak in that thing, dude. He was showing me pictures. Really? I was like, whoa. I'm have to try this. Hmm. A New York steak in the dogs. air fryer, dude. Air fryer. What? Yeah, that would be. Sounds good. I mean, the wings are better than fried oh, too. Yeah. Like they yep. come out just takes a little longer, but it's. You have an air fryer? I did, and then we took it back. It's just too small. Yeah, but oh. that was a couple of years ago. I'm sure they've evolved. Mine's oh yeah, yeah. Small. There's, mine's like, 
You guys know yeah. the trick to the wings, that right? It's about like that. The trick to the wings? Yeah. What is it? The toss. The toss? Yeah, so when they're cooking, about halfway through, you pull them out, toss them, stick yeah. them back in. Yeah, and then... Well, I always did them in oil. Consistent. Yeah, just so you kind of like move them. I mean, they'll cook all the way through, but some will be crispier than others. Yeah. But if you give it that... I thought thinking about that fried yeah. chicken, too, and that would be so good, I put too. them on the little grate thing, and then I just flip them. So you're telling me it's time to start bringing a E2000 Honda generator and an air fryer <laughs> to Moose Camp? Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? Yeah, that's, that'd be, dude, that's nice. So, you know, crop, I'm thinking about putting one in this corner of the studio over there. Cropper, <laughs> Cropper and those guys is Moose Camp. They have a generator and, like, lights and shit in there. They take that haggling in. Dude, there's levels to Moose Camp. Like you have a wow. generator? I'm like, Wow. We brought our E two hundred or E two thousand. Did you really? I man, I brought my family. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I got think you. It was yeah. Like I, yeah, we didn't use it, but I just yeah, you had it. If I needed, I got it. Yeah, well, yeah. Right. No, Charge I mean, I, I, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Charge. That would have no changed. iPads on. Our <laughs> Good for <laughs> no, you, dude. Really? Good for you. Don't own any. Yeah. You don't even own any. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, that's a great. We're getting two new ones for Christmas. Cool story. <laughs> uh, you and the real American, right? Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, you can't no, just get like, the Amazon Fires for like eighty bucks. That doesn't work. No, dude, you gotta no, get man, Once they get the ten, twelve, oh man, they know what they want. Uh, they market's <laughs> gonna have to get some jobs. Yeah. Oh, they are gonna get some jobs. They, no, I think, but the, but uh, we have the thing. In our, they only get it on the weekend. They only get it for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Nice. It never comes out in the woods. And the mm-hmm. thing is, yeah, is on yeah. the weekends we're out in the woods, so yeah, they like yeah. rarely get right. to play with it. Yep. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Totally. But like, if they're going to grandma's or it's like you know we're trying to watch a movie or something, it's like all right, you guys can play on this for a little bit. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. we bring a DVD. Player. But you know what he looks at, dude? YouTube fishing videos. Oh, right. So right. it's like he's like look. That's yeah. all he watches is YouTube fishing videos and how to tie this thing and this kind of fly and little prodigy. It's like okay, man. Yeah, you, yeah, you can Next look gen. at that. I go yeah. on because you know you've got to check on what your kids are looking at. Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking at his history. I'm like, this guy's like he's geeking out. Oh, hard just on full fishing. geek out, dude. <laughs> like you would on Google Earth trying to find a new sheep spot, dude. Right. This guy's looking at. Gar- he's like tells me his list of the fish he wants to get and like. Sure. Where it is? Well, what some money because we don't live in Florida. We're <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, few few miles away from Texas there, bud. You got to holler at Jordan there at outgoing. That hey, that DVD right. player on the camping trip though, we have this like little dry bag backpack, and we've got a, I don't know, it's like a fifteen inch, with like a little swiveling thing, nice. and, and we put a half a dozen movies in there, and it is nice to, you know, put them in the tent, pop that up. Wife and I can go out around the fire, enjoy another beer or two, or a glass of wine, or a couple a little of wine. smoke. Yeah, yeah, the greens. Yeah, you know, after the salad, the treetop, the other greens, and mm-hmm. but no, I mean it's it just it. Look, they watch it for 45 minutes. It's time to go to bed. They get up in the morning. You know how kids like to fiddle around in the tent in the morning? It's fun. Jump back and forth and play. Not like go that. out in the cold, you mean, right away and try to warm up by the fire? <sighs> yeah, no. No, not mine anyway. <laughs> no. They ain't trying to do that. But you can turn that movie on again in the morning for, you know, a half hour and just kind of let them warm up to waking up. And Good tip. I mean, it's not like... I'm not sitting here like, oh, it's better than bringing an iPad or whatever. I'm just saying that for us, it works, and the kids, you know what? It buys us parents a little bit of time on, on the front and back end, so that was the main. Yeah, that's cool, too. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, and then in those situations, you need that, too. 
Did you and the wife get a chance to go out and like on a call uh, one night, just the two of you, or in the morning or anything? No, we had it planned, uh, but our buddy had to bail. He had a family mm. emergency, so he was going to give us a night to go do our own call. Yeah, you know, and set out. We could have even spiked out with his tent, and mm-hmm. it just didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. But every night, one of you got to get out in glass and call, or in morning, whatever shift. Yep. Okay. No, yep. uh, it was her in the beginning, and then in the middle, it was me, <clears throat> and then because we moved two different times. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so you guys did hunt nomadically in a way. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then where we finally ended up, we just we could do everything from right where we were. So Sweet. it was pretty easy. So you guys had a hell of a harvest. If I remember, you got three moose and a caribou. Correct. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Beautiful, big animals too. All. Yeah, uh, there was a bull moose that was gone before we got there at about 30, but it's a Yukon moose. I mean, you're up there by the Canadian border. It's mm-hmm. Where yeah. exactly is your moose spot? <laughs> Dude, it's Upper Huffman, uh-huh. second right, <laughs> faded. Pink. Right yeah. by Flag the Canadian, and tape? Right by the okay. Canadian border, okay. right there up yeah. in Upper Huffman. That's right, that's right. That's right. <laughs> no, I mean. Um, I look that up on Google Earth. Yeah, I, I was just thinking, you know, you guys got some really good quality hunting time in, though, as far as someone was out behind the glass or any off days or anything like that? No, we didn't really have so much off days. I mean, when you move miles and miles and miles down the road, I mean, you're dragging up your whole camp. So mm-hmm. you're spending a day moving. You're not really hunting them. Yeah, like you set your camp and then you go try to get some calling in that night. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but it wasn't like your tradition like you would think. You would glass and have all that time. We didn't. Mm. Um, but we weren't also seeing many animals where we were, and probably because we weren't spending the time that you typically would. Yeah. Yep. But it all planned out. Definitely nice. did. Can't beat it. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy some of that meat in camp? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a friend cooked up his inner the inner loin. Mm-hmm. And watching my kids just devour it because they had been having everything that we had packed, you know, and food gets old, yeah. sure, especially for sure. kids. Mm-hmm. And when they got to eat that, they were just like, oh, more. Yeah. They were well, about awesome. carnivores. Especially when they know it's, you know, ours. Yeah. That really gets them going. Yeah. They're part of it. What's the kids' uh, favorite, like, dish with some kind of game meat that you guys do for them, like a regular? You guys have one, or you mix it up all the time? Well, sada tacos, um, stew, you know, or a steak. Yeah. Or crock pot, maybe like yeah, crock, crock pot, pot stew. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're nice. still pretty little to know yeah. what they really like just yet. You know, yeah. outside of like just getting a taste of some fresh, cooked, delicious yeah. game meat. Obviously, right. they're full yeah. carnivore. Just came out. Yeah. Even, I got even videos little. of my kid, my son, when he was young, um, eating whitetail that was just cooked perfectly, medium mm-hmm. rare, and just devouring it more. You watch me just eat, <laughs> eat, just keep eat going. more. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, I want some too. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I asked the favorite. Actually, I want to ask Jack what your kid's favorite is. Is there something that's like, boom, we're eating this at least once a week? The kids like the steak the best. No doubt. And it can be pretty plain. Um, and then after that, it's the hot dogs. They live like mm-hmm. yeah. either hot dogs or Polish, you know. 
Uh, but the steak, they just don't always in a hot time. dog form, or do you like cut it up and put it in macaroni or something different? <clears throat> They'll take it that way. They like it the best. I make it like a fun finger food. So I cook them in the air fryer, turn it on 400 degrees, takes like one minute. Then I leave them frozen for four minutes and then they like puff out. They like build pressure and they frozen? become bigger. Yeah, I throw them in frozen and within four minutes they're Got fully it. cooked and they like build pressure in that thing where um like different than than on the grill or in the water where they actually like gain some diameter yeah. expand yeah they expand and they in that like the oils in it are kind of, it's kind of seems like maybe it's like mm. straight sp- frozen right out. to the thing yeah in four minutes it's so easy that's then great. i it's pop done? it out at four minutes it's yeah done. yeah yeah it's 16 because it's, it's a 20 minute timer on mine automatically and at yeah. 16 i pull them out and then I cut it all the way down once, and then, so now it's in half, and then I cut lengthwise, and then I cut it two more times, so it's in four length things, and then I cut that in half, so then you end up with eight little pieces. It's like, and then I do, each kid eats two whole hot dogs, or a quarter pound hot dog. Yeah. And they each eat two mm. every time. Just like so we always do food, four dip packs. it in ketchup and stuff, or whatever? They don't even do that. They just, just eat it right out of a bowl, and yeah. then at lunch for their school, I give them either steak or... Um, hot dogs from the game meat at yeah. least like two or three days a week and that so whenever i make that night i just keep that it's already hot so while i cut that up i put the next four hot dogs in or whatever and then uh that's their lunch for the for next day. nice super easy what about you b uh, you got something that's like every week at least one time you guys yeah, are making this say, or that yeah um some killer caribou italian a hot mm. italian that i got from john wagner Hot? The kids like the spicy? It's not really hot. I mean, it's just like hot like it. Oh, Johnny Wag's hot is not as hot. Like the Indian Valley hot is spicy. Yeah, yeah. And even then the kids will usually eat that. Um, uh, The Italian uh, for spaghetti. Spaghetti is the go-to? Yeah. And then then Rena, when we're on like a health kick, she does um, um, uh, the the squash. um, The squash. She makes the the, the spaghetti spaghetti noodles. Oh, with, with oh, squash. spaghetti squash. Yep, yep. Yeah, and uh, too. yeah, and she'll she'll. Our mix kids it up don't like that that much though. Now the actually my oldest daughter she really likes eating healthy stuff, so she'll she'll munch on it and then she'll make traditional noodles for the little ones. But um, that's the go to for my family, and that's a once a week like slam dunk. You just know Thursday, she can she can make that perfect. thing, and yeah. it's usually Taco Tuesday. Spaghetti's like Wednesday, Thursday, and, yeah. and it's or maybe all you know every other week. But every week you're yeah. doing that. I would say every, at least once, to once to two times a week we're eating game meat, like guaranteed. Because yeah. there are times when it's like we're busy and we're doing takeout, and then you know we're only doing like one weekend dinner and having dinner at my mom's house one night, and winters are crazy with like you know sports and all the other stuff. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, for sure, and that 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 Italian um, the spaghetti, and and it's really good in just like a plain sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, just the Italian flavors that come out of that meat that cook out mm-hmm. are enough to really spunk up the the spaghetti, where you don't have to add a lot of stuff to it if you don't want to get it fancy. And yeah. and some about caribou, in my opinion, that makes really killer breakfast sausage yeah. and Italian sausage. The I Italian just, sausage is thing. that's our thing, dude. Like. Mm-hmm. This yeah. last caribou, basically, we got the meat sticks and all Italian sausage, because <laughs> we'll eat that at least one time a week, more than likely twice a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Alexia will make a spaghetti 
you know, from scratch, the sauce that her family has, and uh-huh. use that Italian and mm. the kids. And then the other one that she makes, that actually, I need to f- actually film it and do the recipe. I want to put it out for people. It's called Greco, G R E C O. It's their like family's thing that they've done. I know no one's ever heard of it, but if to describe it, it's like a, uh, it's almost like a casserole. Um, with like the spiral noodles you know what i'm saying so it's almost like a spaghetti but like a casserole style and there's cheese and there's beans and there's and there's the meat in there it's like a lasagna almost like a lasagna ish you know what i'm saying and you serve it in a bowl mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. kids just love that dude so it's like in a big macaroni type yeah man? like in a circle I mean, like a circle man i wish i had a picture of it almost like in a, almost like a casserole that's in a circle deep bowl like that and it's just like layers of meat and then cheese and, and veggies and she'll do like her own other little one and she'll use also from the garden kale and just put different stuff in there and the kids just love that dude awesome. and it's really good like the next day i mean i'm not a I'm not a leftover guy. I know there's some guys are, some guys are, but my son is, and mm-hmm. it's like for lunch, it's like boom, like, dude, you're warming this up in the that's the, nice. uh, the aquarium uh, microwave, yeah, yeah, just yeah. blowing up the caribou. I'm sure as many <laughs> kids are there, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. <clears throat> but that one for sure, and then the spaghetti. So that Italian is like one that's just all the time. Of course, then we put in the steak and burger and moose burgers and yeah. You know, the dog, they're not that into the hot dogs, but I think it's because they're so, they've had so many different hot dogs spoiled from the hot dog man. Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) They just like know what they like. Right. You know, and it's like, that's what they want when they want a hot dog. So when I try to like trick them and be like, yeah, they're like, this isn't the Hebrew national, you know what I'm saying? This is, (laughs) or whatever, you know, they just like, no, 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 they don't, they just have that hot dog. I don't know. So John has a new, a uh, new hot Italian and a sweet Italian option. Ooh, sweet uh, Italian, sweet really Italian. Good yeah, I, I opted out and I went with the hot. Um, <clears throat> I shared that sheep with uh, Chad, and um, oh, dude, uh, last week when we were cleaning moose, Rena made um, sheep enchiladas. Ooh, oh, yeah. dude, yeah, it was it was actually uh, a hot Italian and the burger mixed. Okay. And because it was three of us eating, we were starving. I was like, just put a ball, put it all in there. It's like three yeah. pounds of sausage. And man, yeah. she made a huge tray. Oh my God, Yo. man. It was that sheep yeah. meat, man. It's good stuff, yeah. dude. Check With red sauce out. or green? It was green. Yeah. Yeah, it was delicious, man. So I got some of that, a burger and some Italian. Of that sheep? Yeah. Oh, awesome, man. I'm glad to hear that. And the I hot. made spaghetti. Hot Italian or the regular the hot. one? The hot. Oh, it's hot. Yeah. That's all we, we made got. Spaghetti. We got hot. Yeah. And my spaghetti, I put those jalapeno cheese dogs. I slice them up thin, brown them, then put them in the sauce. Damn. Then I vacuum sealed it, and we took it on a hunt. So we were eating that spaghetti or that sheep in our spaghetti on our hunt. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Gotta love that, man. Yeah. Gotta love that. I uh, I sent Chad a... um, You put it in a Ziploc bag, and then you vacuum mm. sealed the Ziploc bag? No, I put it in a vacuum seal bag. I froze it. Mm-hmm. And then sealed it the next morning. Yeah. Got it. Sweet. Got it. And then it stays frozen. Yeah. And, you know, you don't have yeah. to worry about especially moose. It's not like it's a warm season. So, yeah. 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 Definitely a hot tip if you're going to go out. And we were talking about camping and, and the food and bringing all the food. Always take it out of the package and vacuum seal it again. And if yeah. you think it's going to drip, vacuum seal the vacuum seal bag. <laughs> and then you're not going to have a yeah. problem 
ever. Yeah, do you think just like three Ziploc bags and a car's bag around that's going to do it? Mm-hmm. It's not going to do it. Not those chicken wings and getting there all over everything. Dude. <laughs> so nasty. Dude. We've had experiences where you go and you're on a four-wheeler hunt or something and you have that trailer and you have the cooler in the trailer, dude, and it just turns into just a soup of everything (laughs) that popped open, dude. Like, I had a buddy. I don't even know. I'm going to tell his name. He's going to laugh because he knows exactly who he is. I was like, well, he wanted to pack the food and he had the cooler. I was like, all right. So I told him, like, you should do this. You know what I'm saying? You should vacuum seal it all, which is a task because you got to get it out of its original thing. And sometimes you'll look at, like, a a steak pack and it's already kind of sealed on that styrofoam and you just think oh i'll just put it that in a ziploc bag and put a car's bag and it's gonna be good no 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 rookie no 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 full rookie mistake (laughs) dude the whole food was done dude the cooler was done like the cooler was done done it was just like full of juice and everything is out dude and everything's punctured and it's just like done dude it was it was just so disgusting vacuum seal it twice if you need to all of it yeah and then Hopefully you, it and was a short trip. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was it a week. It became a short trip. Yeah, it became a short <laughs> trip. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, you had to kill something. The yeah. lamb. Yeah. You just got a lamb. The and the other day. cool thing on, on a hot tip on the egg, I think you did the egg thing. Did I see you do it? Where you crack open, you'll take like a mason jar, and you can put up to, depending on the mason jar, eggs just cracked open mm-hmm. and just pour them in there. And they'll stay in there, and the, that yolk's not going to break. You do in that in like a Rubbermaid water bottle mm-hmm. type with a screw cap? Yep. Put a dozen eggs in there, you know, dozen and yeah. a half. That Costco pack of eggs does not break going into Moose Camp. No, no, so we, we took that on that our whole other one. But you buy any other one, but that I don't know what it is about that Costco one. But we bring the whole thing yeah. into Moose Camp and won't have one broken egg, and our trail's not easy. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, four twenty-four packs yeah. of eggs, right? Yeah, so it's like. It's just one mega carton. Yeah. But it oh, just has, like, enough again? cushion in it. It's the Costco one that's actually, like, Costco's Kirkland yeah, brand, and there's, the like, cube. 48 eggs. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I want to say it's 48 eggs. What do you eggs. put it in so it doesn't Nothing. break? Nothing. Well, like it, it just, just comes, like, already, break. like, loosely plasticed, yeah. and whatever that little foam is in there, dude, it must be it some, like, holds it perfect. space foam, dude. And we took the same thing <laughs> yeah. on our... On the on the float where we're like moving stuff every day and do, 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 do yeah, that thing is rapids yeah. and like dude that not one egg broke no yeah we How put it in a cooler it just I don't know it's amazing because I had the exact opposite experience with eggs <laughs> <laughs> were yeah. you buying just the one carton no no just it a, was the Costco thing no, yeah well no eggs. that's the regular cartons don't do that the other one has like the egg <clears throat> the the panels or whatever that the eggs sit on, the egg crate has mm-hmm. the features on both sides. So that like egg crate that's like cushioning the egg is also on the bottom and also on the top. Yeah. And I don't know, it just works. It for some reason it's it crazy. works very very weirdly. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what 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 yeah. that's made out of, but yeah. We it holds it those eggs cooler. really really good. So you're giving it a full certification stamp? Full certification. If you need to bring 48 eggs out, that's what you get. Well, if you want to bring 24, just do that anyway, you know? Well, they only sell yeah. the 48. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just bring all 48 and then, you know, make hard-boiled eggs on the last day or whatever. Yeah, it works really good. You should it's actually nice. pull it up real quick so you can look at it. So the you know what pack. it is. The 48 so, egg pack from so the 12, good old Kirkland. It's a Costco the pack, egg brick. The 12-pack uh, It's yeah, it's pre-cracked in the Rubbermaid jug is not good. Pre-what? The, the you know you crack twelve eggs in. No, that's good job. too. Oh, no, that's that's good. That, that works yeah, too. Yeah. That's harder to like pour pour out though. 
Yeah, you no, know what I'm saying? When you're trying to, like, trying unless to, you're going to cook all of them. I'm trying to say it's not good. Okay, it's not uh, good. No. no, it's not as good as because for some reason this. One time, this one time, it opens up <laughs> and it gets eggs uh, all uh, over yeah. every single item that is frozen in a little Yeti bag cooler. Oh, uh, mm. just everything's battered. Yeah, and then you pull you pull it out, and all the eggs frozen stuck to oh, all your stuff. Oh man! You have to completely clean that out when you get to Moose Camp. Yeah, that's and funny. then you have to apologize to your buddy for putting your eggs in his cooler. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me. Oh, that's, that's hilarious. So, uh, note taken: Costco Kirkland egg OG box. OG box, get that. And if you have a spill like that, maybe you should hit up Taylor Restoration. Twenty-four hour emergencies, helping Alaskans restore their dreams, their coolers, their four-wheelers, and everything else since nineteen seventy-two. Services include fire, water, mold damage, egg drippings, post-emergency cleaning, remodeling, <laughs> and the aftermath. Burst pipes, overflowing toilet, down trees, spilt water bottles full of eggs, pet accidents, and vandalism. Tailored has an emergency response number with trained professionals available to help you at any time or day or night. I wonder if you hit Trent on the inReach, like, hey. Is it this one right here? The egg spilled all over the cooler, bud. Can you send a guy out yep. here to Upper Huffman? Get <laughs> to the chopper. <laughs> Give him a call in Anchorage, 344-1239, or hit him up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com. When I lose all my eggs, uh, I have to find a new source of food, and I call Serrano's Mexican Grill. Josh is over there. It's my personal go-to for authentic Mexican food. Anchorage's own generation of cocina. Recipes are inspired by their rich heritage and family know-how. All the ingredients are made in-house. I love the new tequila bar. My favorite there is the mescalita. You should try it. Locations on Tudor and Northern Lights. Follow their food lo- food truck location on Instagram. <coughs> and check out their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. The Treehouse, a.k. your one-stop dispensary, located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Be sure to ask the bud tender about their deal of the day because honestly there's always something good on deck and guys listen this is where the culture lives at the treehouse their dedication to servicing con- consumers has been developed through a lifetime of involvement in the cannabis culture they're committed to providing the highest quality products at whatever your value and budget affords while always maintaining the deep rooted principles that have carried them this far their focus is on relationships over transactions and you can always depend on them to treat you with the respect you deserve. Hit them up at the treehouseak.com. You must be 21 years of age to enter the store. So oh, so it's not it's not 48, it's 5 dozen eggs. 5 dozen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 60. 60 so it's just eggs like pre-wrapped, which is perfect for like a I guess I could kind of see where, you week, know, that a would a week or so trip. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a lot of. I mean, that's having eggs every day. I got. Have I you met know. Carlo, my brother? <laughs> he's an egg connoisseur, bro. Uh, he's just like, yeah. Can I get three eggs, please? <laughs> Over medium. Yeah. So this straight up the Kirkland signature cage free eggs, five dozen in that pack. Like, don't even mess with it. Just stick it wherever you're gonna put it. Sweet. And those it's are, good to go. Those are the bodybuilder packs. That's it. That's hunt yeah. fish lift Alaska. That's oh no, no, should do egg whites. Oh, just egg whites. <laughs> Yeah. This is like I eat six hard boiled eggs a day. Egg no, that's that's good. That's a good pro tip. I'll have to give that a chance. Um, if, you, if you're going for a week, eggs, though, you, you'd, I mean, you'd be surprised. If you go for a week and there's four or five dudes, you're cooking oh, yeah. a dozen of oh, them yeah, in a yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? One right. good breakfast, one good mm-hmm. huge omelet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to go through the whole them. thing. You will. You're going yeah. yeah. to have to, on the last couple of days, be like, all right, you get one egg. Well, you hard boil some too. They're great yeah. in like snacks to uh, hike around with for the day. True. Have you put one in the uh, air fryer? 
I haven't. That's a great idea. <laughs> I need to do I wonder that. if you put the whole thing and could get it boiled, or do you like crack it open in there, like in a like something in some sort of uh, container? I bet you could just hard boil it instead of hard boiling it, just hooking it, cooking it in the oven. I All right, we're gonna need work. a report back know. on that. It might explode. It's actually a good science experiment. Yeah. Well, it's sealed in there. No big deal. Brooks can lick it out. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to share a, a camp meal that I concocted oh, um, man. this year that was 100% done by my wife, which um, I just came up with what I wanted to do, and she made it happen. So she Oh, like a pre-made it. meal that you're going to take out yeah. there and, yeah. and get it going. Yeah, so, so as you know, we went and got that antlerless moose earlier in the year. It was a nice young cow, and I took the rear hocks off of it from the knee down to the ankle, and there were perfectly cut and just like a little club it's, like, it's about yeah. maybe 24 inches long about that thick little calf muscle yep exactly and i don't know obviously you've all deboned an animal but when you trim that meat off it's just like man there's like not a lot coming off there and it's, it's like really hard and yeah. a lot it's of like, tendons. Yep. yeah yeah right so and, and Rinella is the man you know meat eater he does the the hawks and the bone marrow and all this whole thing. So I'm looking at this hawk and I'm like, man, this is where all that bone marrow's at. I wanna like do something fun with this. So fast forward real quick, I messed up when I cut these and now realize that what I need to do is freeze them and then uh take the DeWalt sawzall oh, yeah. and then mm-hmm. cut them frozen. Uh-huh. I made the mistake of trying to cut them thawed, which they never never froze them. So yeah. I want to cook them fresh. Yeah. Um, and so, um, or no, I take that back. I froze them, I guess, right away because I cooked them two weeks later. I, I couldn't have done that. So I guess I did thaw them out. Or maybe you cut them and then froze them. Well, I cut them, cooked them, froze them. Like I cut it, froze it, threw it in the freezer, pulled it out, thawed it out. Me and Rena cut it. We cooked it. Then I froze it again, and then I packaged it and put it in the cooler for the trip out. Got it. So, so this is okay. So, thought them out, cut them up. What a pain in the ass that was because it was like the meat was trying to jiggle off the bone <laughs> and it was like yeah. a pain in the ass. But we still got them trimmed and cut. Um, almost cut all of our fingers off doing the process, but got out of there with no injuries. Um, and she cooked this in a crock pot for five and a half hours. And then I pulled them out right before they were done because my intent was to freeze them, breathe. Uh, thaw them out and then recook them at camp and then finish cook them so they didn't dry out so run home from lunch so she makes the concoction we'll go into the detail on that um we'll put it on her big game recipe on on the website people can check that out but um crock potted it ran home from lunch pulled it out and this is the end product right here so i let them get to room temperature and then i didn't vacuum seal i just put them in gallon ziplocs but i took the the juice which that's all minced garlic and fat the bone marrow is all still in the bone, right? Mm-hmm. So I take this out to camp. I brought this big 12-inch cast iron skillet deep, son of a bitch, like mm-hmm. six inches deep, and I've been waiting for a reason to get this thing out there and carry that extra, <laughs> I don't know. Same like size, same weight as the, cot, the double cot? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's like bringing a bunk bed. <laughs> anyway, I, th- I, I thaw this out, man. I throw that in that cast iron, throw this meat in there, get it up to a simmer and let it simmer for like 45 minutes. My intent was to serve it over rice, and then I was going to um, saute and butter um, Brussels sprouts, but this was a really late night. We didn't eat dinner until like 11 o'clock, and I was like, ah, I'm not going to 
do the full like chef on. Yeah, and I could have. It just would have been like a whole other extra process. So anyway, I just served it to these guys in the bowl, and then what I did. At the end, is I took a fillet knife and I carved the bone marrow out of the bone, mm. and then I set it on the side on a piece of meat, so you could like carve it off and then like mix it in your meat, in mm. the juice, and uh, yeah, that was it, a pretty. It killer. looks it cool. um, for people that can't see it and just listen. It really, I don't know if you ever had oxtail. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it looks like oxtail yep. where you you cut that that, that bottom hawk. piece of that bone mm-hmm. um, with the meat around it. Um, I don't know. Oxtail is a very uh, ethnic. Yeah. Did you guys eat that growing? We ate oxtail all the time. Yeah. My mom would do yeah. it just like that, where she'd like boil it, and then she'd put it in like a what we call a sancocho, uh-huh. um, which is a traditional like Colombian soup, um, where the meat's in there like that. Now, like she'll do that style, or she'll do like the pork style, where there's like the pig's actual foot is like in there with yeah. the meat and all that stuff. Mm. Um, but that's what it looks like. If yeah. you ever had oxtail or seen what oxtail, so, so this was a, like. like a semi-traditional Filipino um, adobo. Yeah. Was this yeah. recipe here? I was just gonna say it's it's very adobo. Colombian, Filipino, South American. Yeah. you know that mm-hmm. South Asian. That's it's very they're very very similar uh, recipes yeah. and and foods. There's a peanut butter one that my mother-in-law makes. I know Wes, it you know peanut butter, right? And it's, I love it's, peanut butter. I me too. <laughs> and she tie, and no, but she does it when she does it with uh, nutty peanut butter. So it has the. Cr- oh my uh-huh. god, dude! So that's my next um, shot. Is that my wife's gonna use her mom's recipe, and I'm gonna do them frozen. So they when they cut, they're just gonna be like the perfect medallion disc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I can thaw them out. And then That's almost a dish you could do if you had them frozen and ready to go, and just bring out the ingredients and have that pot out and let that sit on that fire all day. Oh man, that you would guys be go ideal. on the hunt. You yeah. go in there, maybe you come back halfway, give Stoke it a little it stir, up. add the juice or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then and then just come back and that's yeah. just ready to rock. Yeah, that would be like my dream to do that. Um, you know, to, to like next year, I'm excited because I'm not I'm not going to shoot. Like, we, there's three other guys in camp that are all ready to shoot, and so we do a batting order. So I'm very excited about going next year and just being able to do all this. Like, go down early. They stay up in glass. I'll get dinner coming. You know what I mean? That when they come down for dark, it's just like, bam, ready to yeah. rock, yeah. you know, on my dinner night. So I'm excited next year to get to do that and um, execute some of these, like, bigger plans with the with the whole camp meal thing and document it and all that. So yeah. it'll be fun. Anyone uh, follow that Tyler? Friel? Friel. Friel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. See him? Wait, he just cut up his moose? Yeah. Oh, I was off? showing I was mm, showing you yeah. that, you and Eric, Wait, that, that the other day. Is that on Instagram or what was that? Yeah, on? if you haven't so, seen it, go to Tyler Friel, uh, his his Instagram, and it just shows. We'll actually pull it up real quick the way he does. He basically will take the whole mids, the whole section of the spine mm-hmm. um, all together in one piece, and then he'll run there it, it through right like there, a bandsaw oh, where cool. he's just cutting – into T-bones. Traditional Huge. butcher like you would do a domestic animal. And oh, that's awesome. You can do the same type of stuff, you know, like you're talking about. With the hawks, yeah. Exactly. I would. I, that's what I want to do. I want to get that equipment, and I want to be yeah. able to take a, an animal apart like that. Yeah, look at those you save the T-bones, bone. dude. The yeah, bone it. is in your, in your steaks. Yeah, where that flavor's at. I mean, he left all that fat on there. Yeah. He left all that ass fat on there. Yeah, on that moose, it's oh. it's it's... It's it's not like caribou where it adds a little gaminess to it or some of those other meats. Like that moose fat is delicious. 
That thing is really, really really cool to, you know, purchase that equipment like as like a community. And so like everyone could use it. Mm -hmm. And then you get that, share that know-how. Like the AK Wild Project Kill Room that you guys are going to have one day where, you know. Well, I just noticed all the gear over yeah. in Wes's garage. I like that a lot, Wes. <laughs> yeah, over there on Double Shovel Unit 8. Yeah. Oh. And just have all the saw equipment and the freezer and the walk-in freezer to hang it and all that, dude. That'd be awesome. I think you're onto something, Daniel. Yeah, the DEC will be really excited about that. Well, they call just, that the kill room? I bet you, oh, I wonder if you could do that room. or you could convince like that commercial kitchen place that just is opened up, uh-huh. you know, where people, they're actually looking for businesses to use them as a commercial kitchen for prep for food trucks and stuff okay. like that. Convince them to add something, just that yeah. little thing right there and right. be like, hey, we'd use this once a year. All these people would use this a year. Well, they, you got people using it in the spring for bear <clears throat> and then you got people using it all fall and winter. Yeah. You could do that with the deer. That's pretty cool. Those little though. deer sticks would be awesome with that, dude. Oh man, yeah, they would. Yeah, look those look so mean, dude. Oh my gosh. The tri- the Tyler Friel. Um, check him out. Awesome podcast. That's um, amazing. From Fairbanks. He's just the way he cuts up that meat is amazing. <clears throat> yeah, he's the guy that takes like twenty pounds to John and has him make some like hot links and then he does the rest of it like this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, just yeah. staked out. Oh, that looks so good. Yeah, I have like a newfound appreciation for moose steak. I had a, um, I showed you guys that that big ribeye that I made out of that backstrap. Oh, the one I posted today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that thing was like the best piece of moose I've ever eaten. It yeah. was. Don't I give mean, up the sauce because that's going to be a Patreon only. No, I couldn't even remember it if I if I tried. We'll have to get uh, Rena Rena in here to give up the sauce mm-hmm. on that. Sauce that's actually Kennedy's. Yummy. That's actually Kennedy's Korean grandmother's recipe. So it's like an old family. Let's get her in here. Jinju? Jinju. Come on. <laughs> you come out here, Jinju. Better Show yet. us the sauce. No. Better yet, she uh, give her a piece of meat and have her make it for the game feed. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Speaking of the game like feed, yeah. I want to br- broach this topic Ooh, and let the listeners um, know. Um, as you know, we have had one live event. We did the Dudes Day. We have a couple more that are under the works. Um, we're, we're going with Dustin on an event. Um, we want to get with uh, Jeff Lund from Mediocre on an event. I don't want to say too much about those events because we're still working on all the details. The one event that I know that we can t- talk about is the Meat Party. Um, the game Meat Party, the last, like, seven years, I've hosted it at my house. Um, it's gotten bigger than my house. As far as the people that want to come, the wives want to come. So yes, our, they do. Uh, as as <laughs> as one of our main yearly events, Alaska Wild Project, we want to host a game meet party for couples. Um, and this is going to be a free event. The only the only thing you need to come in is bring in your best or favorite dish, whether it be a salmon dish. It has to be an Alaskan dish. It could be Alaskan your best harvest. Alaskan harvest. It could be shrimp. It could be. Does it have to be meat? It doesn't have to be meat. It could be seafood. It could be bird. It could be fowl. It could be moose. It could be mushroom, mushroom, shrimp. It could be vegan. It could be anything. It could be your jam and all that stuff. And I want to do like a prize where for, for like the best, you know, the most original. I want to have a DJ there where it's a night where you and your wife come out or you and your whoever, your, your significant other come out and bring your best dish. 
and a potluck where everyone gets to eat all this stuff. Bring your bring your cock your crock pot um, ready to go, and we'll plug it in. We'll have outlets there to go, and just bring it ready to go, ready to eat. We'll have one night where we're going to rent out a place. I think I know where. We'll, we'll wait. We'll see if it's available. And we want to do this in probably like February. Um, we'll get 2022. with Reno. 2022. Um, so be on the lookout for the info for that, for the meat party that's going to be coming this is going to be your chance to come over there. Maybe we'll do a, a, a live podcast. Actually, that would be kind of cool. Absolutely. We'll do, be- do like a little recording over there, have a DJ come in and just have a night where we come and we enjoy all this stuff. Maybe we can introduce where if you're bringing a dish, you kind of give um, the recipe with it. Mm-hmm. It needs to come with some sort of uh, how-to sure. so that you can come, maybe multiple. Be like, hey, have 50 copies of your of your dish or whatever it is so that anyone, any dish that you really like, you can come and you can take the recipe with it and then you mm-hmm. got it at your house. Yeah. yeah. Add it to or your you cookbook. Take a, f- a photo of it or something. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's, that's yeah. even better. So we don't have to waste the paper. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that as one of our live events that we want to do. Um, we've traditionally been holding them um, the Friday before the hunts come out in February. So like February 14th. I think it's the Friday they do come out, right? I think they come out. For, oh yeah, the Friday they do come out. Yeah, but maybe we'll do it Saturday night. Anyway, that weekend yeah, that the yeah, hunts come yeah. out is the weekend it's going to happen, and I believe that's Friday, the third week, the third Friday, the third Saturday of, of yep. February. So put that down on your calendar now. Um, the Alaska Wild Project game meet. Bring your wife. Um, bring your best recipe. We're probably going to have to cap it at some point on whatever the venue that we choose. However many people we come mm-hmm. um, can come, and it's you know it's a private event. But if you want to come, it will get you the invitation and we'll just make a night of it and yeah, it'll be awesome. Yeah. It's super fun. Yeah. We've had some really, really awesome nights at my house Um, and it's traditionally only been a guy's thing and normally there's like a fight or something that we get that night and we watch the fight or the boxing match or whatever. I think one of them was a Conor McGregor one night we got it and... We just had a blast, man. Every 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 single one of those game meet parties. I think the first one I did, it was only like eight of us. Then it was twenty, and then it was like forty, and yeah. now it's like okay, I can't have sixty guys at my, at my house. You know, there's always yeah. too much food too. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, too much food. Oh my goodness. You want to eat everything? Yeah. But you can't. What about, what about the clogged toilets? <laughs> the clogged <laughs> toilets, dude. Oh my goodness. Yeah. The throw up in the yard. People oh. sleeping in the garage. People sleeping in the garage. I mean, that's some really good nights on the meat party. Um, but let's, we want to do a venue here where we're going to have a, a, a spot that we're going to rent out and, and the price to get in is, you know, your, your, your dish. Yeah. Bring something to the table. Participation. We'll have uh Gail and Nelson, uh, do up a nice, uh, plaque like you did last yeah, time. Yeah. Um, for the, for the best dish, maybe we'll make a couple categories. Maybe we'll have some giveaways, get some sponsors, uh, put up a little dough and, and have some giveaways and stuff. And some so judges, some judge. Ooh, Ooh, ooh some judges. They have to be Patreon. People well, Patreons or, I mean, you know, so there's some local restaurants in town. They got some chefs that may be, uh, willing to lend their palate. Oh, that's a good Markham? idea. Oh yeah, definitely Chef killer. Adam Markham would be a great. Oh yeah. 
He could but bring, he might want to put in a dish. He might, he might have to bring Puff yeah. Daddy to that thing, dude. Oh, bring Puff Daddy oh, out yeah. there. Yeah, oh yeah, just oh get yeah. The yeah. Full smoke so off that's going. another good thing. So if you're doing something where you're like you're cooking and then you got to grill it last minute while you get there, so it's fresh. Um, we'll have the grill out there. Maybe we'll have some sort of flat iron thing where you can use a pan, do a do a um, up. an oven or something like that, so that we can. Yeah, you you got to heat it up spot. or something. You do okay. So yeah, be on the lookout for the for the game meat party 2022. 2022. Yeah. Look forward to it. Let your wife know. Oh, yeah. Yep. Bring the wife. That's a game changer. Let Jinju know. Oh, Let Jinju know. Come up Jinju. with that. Uh, uh, you know what? I, you know what? I'm, I'm, you know what? I want to bring. I'm just going to like throw it out there. I want to do that peanut butter uh, deal. That's going to be your entry? Yeah, well, I have uh, some black bear backstrap. Mm. Got like this, like three pound, like strip. And I want to just, and then do that in that. And this, like. Three pounds isn't quite enough, though, bro. I know. I know. I'm going to have to bring some well. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to make a cap. I, I, I'm going to say we'll probably have to do like 100 people. You know what I'm saying? So if it's couples. a couple, 50 couples, 50 couple invite. I mean, you're not going to be able to try everything. That's the reality. Yeah. You know I mean? Unless you're going to bring enough to f- everybody can have a, a bite. But Bring a Tupperware. So that you can take, take home, home someone else's stuff. <laughs> right? Dude, the yeah. days that you guys would leave so much food at my house, I, like the next two oh, weeks, dude, dude, I'm eating bison burger. I'm yeah. eating like muskox sliders. I'm eating like this yeah. chili from what? this guy. Oh, my God. I would eat yeah. so good. Like I was like, yeah, I'll host this every time mm. just to have all this food ready to just in my freezer, in my fridge. Because, you know, dudes oh, are like no. hammered and like, I'm just going to just have it. Uh, I'll come back tomorrow. And dudes come the next day to come get their crock pot all you know, yeah, you're just a little slower dog. at hockey after that yeah. for a week or two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. The get last the, one get we those did. meat sweats going. Oh, the meat, oh, sweats. The meat sweats. Goodness. <laughs> the last one we had at your place, I went directly from there to Petersville on a guy's weekend riding sleds. Oh, and my I was goodness. like, I think I was texting with you, and you're like, I got these leftovers. I'm like, oh, those would be so good here right now. Yeah, that's ride sleds all day and idea. pow, and then come back and crush mm-hmm. the game. Feast. But I brought yeah. some stuff that I was like, oh, I'm about to bring some of this with me. I didn't leave. Yeah. But, yeah. Damn, how about awesome. Gary's, man? I got to highlight Gary's LARB. LARB, it's a, it's a tire LARB. That, oh, that was hot. Very hot. Yeah. Dude, his oh, wife's Hmong, and she made that Hmong sauce. Yeah. I mean, that's what we call it. We don't, I don't know what the traditional name <laughs> yeah, is, dude. But, like, they is. left the whole jar at my house. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was just Hmong saucing up, dude. <laughs> like, everything, dude. I was just like. Just put in your Cheerios. Oh, yeah, all of it. It was so good, dude. He just left, like, a mason jar, like, one of those big ones, and it was half full. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm just pouring it on everything. It was just so spicy and so good. Super hot. Wes, when I first met you, you brought whitetail burgers. Was that you that brought the whitetail burgers? Yeah. Or was that Chad? It was a whitetail sirloin, and it was buffalo sliders. Oh, the whitetail sirloin. Oh, that's Mm -hmm. what it was. Okay. Oh, that was the whitetail because we had all Alaska stuff, and you had the whitetail. Yeah. I remember it just being my first time, and I was like, damn, it's so mild. It was just in the way you prepared it, I think, because ultimately. That was right after I got my trigger. Oh, so, yeah. so I mean, I didn't really need to do much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the other highlight dialed. was Ben, um, Brendo's moose ribs. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. Damn. Oh my god. No, no, no. They were those. caribou ribs. They weren't moose ribs because they were small. They were they were little bits. They were they weren't moose ribs. They were caribou ribs. That was the second year. He brought moose ribs and he didn't get a moose the next year, and so he had oh, caribou and he brought caribou right. ribs, You're and they right. were just You're right. as good. They were. 
the moose ribs were the first year because he had a shit ton of meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Okay, my bad. It was the it was the caribou the next year. Yeah, double shovel come through with a keg or two. Man, we're gonna be legit, dude. This mm. party's gonna be. Those goat enchiladas, didn't you bring those that oh, one time? Oh, the goat bro, enchiladas, bro. Yeah. Oh. Goats are delicious. yeah, my first taste of goat was like, I'll, I'll eat goat. <laughs> it's oh, I want to get sure, a goat dude. so bad, dude. It's crazy that so they're actually the only antelope in North America, you know? And so, like, when you, you hear about all these animals in the plains in Africa and a lot of the ungulate, ungulates are, yeah, ungulate. are antelopes, yeah. so they all taste like probably like the mountain goat. And then, uh, you know, probably not as tough meat, but man, they're fucking delicious. Pronghorn. Pronghorn is a pronghorn. It's its own species. So, yeah, the only native um, um, antelope to North America is the mountain goat. Hmm. It doesn't taste like goat. So they call antelopes speed goats, right? Mm -hmm. So that doesn't, that's just a nickname. That doesn't yeah. mean that they're actually like go- So wait, uh, this is going to sound ignorant. So Ovis is like mountain dwelling, right? Look it up. Uh, you got the internet yeah. at your yeah. hands. Yeah, I'm just like, this is almost like trivia, like off the cuff. But um, What does Ovis mean? Yeah, like I thought it was like, oh, I don't forget what it was. Um, well, we'll have the it's like, well, it's like sheep. Okay, so Ovis is genuine um, uh, genus of animals, part of... Hold on a second. Let me get a better. Yeah, so it's like mountain sheep. That rice you made last year was really good. Wes. Oh, the dirty oh, rice. Oh, you made that? The dirty dirt. You yeah. made that. Took that on the moose trip, too. Oh, you did? Yeah, that is, that was really, really good. What all did you put in that? You know, it kind of changes every time. <clears throat> Initially, years ago, uh, my dad's best friend, we went to watch a football game at his house during the playoffs or something, and he made dirty rice, just Zatarain's dirty rice. And then as I grew older, I just loved cooking, and I started, you know, experimenting with it and adding different things. And before you know it, I'm adding, like, moose burger and scallops and bacon and green beans and mushrooms and, you know, jalapenos. And it always yeah. just, it always kind of has the same type of stuff in it. Uh-huh. Shrimp. But, yeah. Yeah. It's tremendous. Cajun sausage. So it's almost like gumbo-ish. It's not really soupy at all, though. Oh, yeah. Gumbo soupy. Yeah. You're dirty, right? What did you have in it last year? Year before last, actually. Yeah, I couldn't tell you exactly. It had a little spice to it, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. had uh, some Frank's Red Hot. Okay. Hit it with that. Yeah. Um, I like to get the bacon crispy. Mm-hmm. Some of John's sausages. Mm. Shrimp. What had a mix of stuff in there then? All kinds. Yeah. And it's good in like in a tortilla, like yeah. a burrito. Ooh. For sure. Nice. Yeah. yeah it would give a little bit more kick. It'd be really good with that uh, Cajun sausage that uh, Alaska sausage does. We get a lot of that. Yeah. We served that at our wedding. Oh, you did? I made it for like three days. <laughs> Big batches of that. Yeah. We went and caught a bunch of salmon. That's awesome. It was good. Smoked it up and then threw it in or? I have, uh-huh. um, but in small, because this could just be a real powerful flavor. Right, smoke, right. It can really take a dish over. So if you just sprinkle a little bit in there and not put too much in, yeah, yeah. And give it that little zing, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah it's like not the primary ingredient, though. No. Ingredient, yeah. There, there is no primary ingredient except for the rice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and meat. Yeah. Just call it AK Different Dirty Rice. Variations yeah. of meat, yeah. 
Lots of Prince William sound prawns in there. Sure. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the trick when you hard. add, and you probably know this, but when you add seafood to a dish like that, you, you do it at the end of the dish, throw it in there and just let it cook off the heat, stir it, and that way you don't overcook your seafood because it cooks so quick. Right. Mm. Yep. Yeah, it can turn into rubber. Yeah, real fast. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing a lot of Tom Yum soup at home lately with the, the shrimp from the sound, and the, that's a that's a problem for sure. <laughs> Overcooking the rubber, yeah, because yeah. I always make enough to last me the whole week. I just I love Tom Yum soup, and so uh, you know you throw whatever twenty or forty shrimp in there at the end, and they're perfect for when you eat them. But then when you go to reheat, reheat it. it, you're like every time it's a like the next level of rubber. So pretty much it, it becomes like the bottom of your old shoe. And <laughs> by the Just third gnawing reading, on it because yeah. you're not going to let a, a white swan shrimp go. Oh, no, no, no you'll no, eat no, it. No, no. Yeah, you'll, you'll chew it up. Yeah. Choke and, it down. And with seafood in the fridge, if I'm going to let it last four or five days, like I always like to reboil the whole pot, you know, so. Yeah, and the person's know, like trying know. to blast it in the microwave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the best way to do it is probably just like only throw a little bit of shrimp in each time from the freezer, but. Did you guys see the uh, mediator video that he posted of this Hawaiian lady on how she um, does the octopus? Mm-mm. Because I know we got that octopus and mm-hmm. like people really don't in Alaska don't know what to do with that. And a lot of people probably just throw them back and we ended up oh, keeping definitely. ours and there's definitely a lot of ways. But it just showed from harvest to um, she did fried uh, octopus mm-hmm. on what she did. And so basically, you know, she dove down. Got the octopus herself. Uh-huh. Um, and what you do is you bite the brain, which is on right above the eyes. Right. You just like, when you're in the water, she just was like, and then it just turns white. Like, it just turns white and then it's dead. That's when you know it's done. The kill bite? Kill bite. Wow. The kill bite. That's uh, impressive. Yeah. So she just grabbed it up and it's, of course, it's like attached all to her arm and stuff like that. <laughs> and she just right above the head and just gives it like a, a, you know, a bite. And then that thing just turned white and it's dead. Mm. All the way dead. You know, all it would like release the ink and all that stuff, and so um, yeah, you should pull it up real quick. Um, I'm working on it. It's I think it's on the mediator, uh, um, Instagram. So anyway, so she pulls it out, and then um, the way because it's very slimy. As we had ours, and my brother-in-law Nick um, cooked it. He boiled it for a long time, and then took it out and took a lot of the the, the um like slime out of it. Uh-huh. But what she did is she added a bunch of Hawaiian sea salt to it. Uh-huh. Okay. In a bowl. And she just smushed it and mushed 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 it. And mushed it. She says like, just do it for like 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And just until it's like, when you think you're done, do it more. And you just get all this, like, of course, as you can think of all that, like slime, if you would do that to a salmon or anything, right. you get all this slime coming out of it. Right. And so then, after you're done mushing it, then you can rinse it off, and all that stuff is, like, off of it. You know, it takes away all that slime, all that outer layer, and then you pat dry it. Mm-hmm. And then it's just the actual t- taco, you know what I'm saying, T-A-K-O. It's the actual just, like, the meat, the meat mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then she would cut the meat. she cut it up in different sli- – she'd take the leg out, lay the leg out, and cut it into, you know, b- bite-sized pieces. Uh-huh. Left some of the on the end where it's a little bit thinner, longer because obviously once you fry it up, it's gonna curl up. Yeah. She and then um, she just basically put it in a little bit of uh, flour uh-huh. with a little bit of you know whatever breading. some seasoning. No, no breading, just flour. 
and the seasoning, and then she just put it right into the fryer. She mm-hmm. used avocado oil, which I've never mm-hmm. thought about frying mm-hmm. with. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah. And it looks so awesome, man. Did you find it? Uh, I found her biting the thing, but I didn't find the... Well, if you just play that, that's the whole video. Like, it's one continuous video of her getting the animal, mm-hmm. taking it out, showing you what to do, and just by mushing it together, you get all of that, like, you know, slimy, like fishy flavor out of it. Uh-huh. And then she just rinsed it off and that was it, dude. It was like, wow. That I reminds would, me of uh, like de-sliming fish. Pour a little vinegar. Oh, yes. Yeah. Water, pour some vinegar and then pull them out and you rinse them off. The slime's gone. Yeah. It's insane what vinegar does. Yeah. Same I deal. I haven't done it yet. Oh, but I heard about so it. Good. I'd imagine, it you know, up. when you go cleaning after a, a big haul, like there was this summer to be a good opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> or dipping or something, you know. Yeah. Yep. So now when yeah, I don't dip, but um, you know, dad goes down and uh, when they come back with the cooler of the fish that I deal with, um, I pour the vinegar in the night before. So it comes in late. You know, I'm not going to take so care of the fish that night. Let's, pour it in and how much vinegar do you put in that cooler? I put, uh, so it's like the mega cooler. I don't know. 125 what. Yeti. No, it's bigger than that. It's like the, the big huge white cooler. White one. Okay. I think that's bigger than 125. Like the one that would fit in your raft. Side yeah, to side? Yeah, okay. yeah, That's yeah. a 125. Is it a Yeti for 125. Right, right. If it's an igloo, it's maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah, it's one bigger because it doesn't things. have the wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it would be like the igloo one, you know. Uh, I put one quart of, okay. of, and this year I, my vinegar, my like distilled vinegar was gone. I don't know what I used it for. I think probably cleaning humidifiers. I blew kids. So um, so the I used apple cider vinegar, and it worked just fine. Um, yeah. And so I left it overnight. Wait, wait. So you put that in and then you add water till it's all the way full. Yeah. Like it's all the yeah, way over submerged. the top fish. Okay. Yeah. So I poured that in and then I added the water that, well, I added the water the next morning. So I, there was probably a little bit denser, um, <clears throat> vinegar in the bottom, which was actually notable because the fish at the bottom, it had almost like worn through the skin. Like it had eaten away mm, enough, uh, like it was almost all the way through. Not it, it wasn't all the way through, but there was no more like texture on the outside of some it of the bottom. Did its oh yeah, job. Yeah. And the year before was the first year I did it, and it was only sitting in it for thirty minutes, <laughs> and it did its job in thirty minutes. So, but normally you'd pour that in and then fill it up the rest of the water. Do you like mix it up at no, all? Uh uh-uh. uh. And then the next day, it's just, then you pour it out and rinse it off and it's slime free. So two years ago, I, it only sat there in 30 minutes and it was pretty much slime free. Really? And last year I put it in at night and in the morning I topped it off and then started on the fish and everything was slime free. You still got to rinse it. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. And rinse it all off. Yeah. And it, it kind of like separates your neighbor's some yard. of this. <laughs> it's good for your lawn. So even it with the, natural. even with the vinegar, yeah. it didn't kill. Very good lawn, add to the compost. So. Yeah, yeah, the slime is. I did, the vinegar water. I was a little scared was going to kill the lawn, and it didn't. But so yeah. like, next time you get an octopus, you're gonna. I'm gonna that. try that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that was one of the things when we got the octopus. We didn't know how to dispatch the octopus. Like you get it, and it's like, well, where do you obviously know it's got a brain in there? Right. Uh, and we actually got lucky by the knife. We're like, well, it's got to be right by the eyes, and then the knife in there. Just kind yeah, of, it, it, it was done and you know it was done. But the bite, that seems to be like the Polynesian way to do it. Yeah. When you're in the water. 
Right. I guess you could do it out of the water, but when you're in the water, everything's all wet anyway, and you just was like, and it was done, and just yeah. immediately turned white. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Rena did pretty good on that octopus. She did, she boiled it, and then I did a quick grill. I grilled it real fast. Yeah. It was overcooked. We ended up overcooking it, and I think it was when I grilled it, it was like a little too far. That's why I was thinking maybe we wouldn't boil it as long next time. But yeah. um, <clears throat> it was a little rubbery, but, man, it's got great flavor. Octopus is delicious. It is so and good. It really is. Keep those octopus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get more shrimp, too. I'm going to mm-hmm. cut one. Through that. You know, we got one? Yeah. They sneak yeah. in. We got one on accident. I think it was it was like we attached. It rod, and, rod and reel. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. attached. It was must have been like after whatever the bait was. Yeah, just grabbed a piece of and just came up bait. with the came up with the with the with the reel. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Big boy. That was, that was so good. Yeah, we finally it was crawling around, crawling, crawling around, and then we stabbed it. We ended up like <laughs> Yeah. Finding the sweet spot and but now you know, just give it the old bite. Yeah. You ain't going to catch me biting an octopus, but <laughs> I'll watch. Come on, a guy with a beard like that ain't going to bite a lot. That lady was biting an octopus. Yeah, yeah man. man. Girls are doing I mean, it. Let me get, you know, somebody show me what's up. <laughs> you want to see it first? <laughs> just watch the video. Just sitting as there, it's not it. dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your lips are all slimy. Octopus brain sushi. This wasn't like on YouTube. <laughs> It's not the same as YouTube. Oh, that's hilarious. So we were talking, obviously, like, you know, wild harvest. Um, Earlier we were talking about freezers. Wes, you said you have a freezer three, Trace. Freezer's full. Mm -hmm. So what's your freezer game like? Well, one of them is all salmon because this year was most epic. Yeah, lots Um, of fish. Yeah, we put I think the reds are still coming in the Kenai. We're going to have, no doubt, no doubt. We're definitely giving some family members some boxes of fish this year. Sweet. Because we were pretty fortunate. So that, the other one, um, you know, I've got a a bunch of friends that we trade meat whenever we have meat. So I've got an assortment of stuff already in there. And then obviously this year's moose. And then that moose overflows into the other one that has some of the stuff that goes inside you know, the main freezer in the house uh, yeah. that we don't have enough room for. But, I mean, it's three and they're full. Yeah. And what um, what's your preference on style? Like chest, stand-up? Stand-up all day. Yep. Yeah, I don't like I'm something that can get buried in there and you won't see it. <clears throat> the stand-ups are so much more accessible. And uh, I've found that less stuff gets lost, mm-hmm. more stuff gets used. Absolutely. Right. You can organize so much better. Yeah. 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 Chest freezers are good for, like, what I would really love to have right now is a big chest freezer to put hides in. I've got a couple of bears balled up. I got a wolf. You know, I've got a skull that, you know, I'd like to freeze. You know, I'd love to be able to just like push, pop it in there mm. and just have that one like open. But I have two stand ups as well, and those are money. That's the only way to go. I mean, because then you can rotate your meat out better. You can make you sure you're see polishing it. See off. it all. Yeah. You know, you just mm-hmm. see it all organize easily it. and organize yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Are all those in your garage, Wes? They are. <laughs> yeah. They take up some space, don't they? That that's the one secret about freezers is that you build a pantry around the freezer. So that's what we did in our house. So I knew how big my freezer was and I put the freezer in place and then I built how big the pantry is gonna be. Your, so, your freezer is in the house? Yeah, it's right. It, I have two little pantry doors. Yeah. 
What, yeah, the one right. next to the oven is built for the freezer, the big like thirteen nine cubic yeah. feet. Yeah, and, and so that's badass. And the reason I do it that way is so then the meat gets used, and mm-hmm. it get you. I just find that the the meat gets used more often and more variety. So that whole one is like I keep it stocked and it's super organized. And what's in there? There's like frozen veggies and that kind of stuff on the top. But then every other row is. Um, is all different types of like wild game. So we do like the salmon patties and smoked salmon and those type of varieties of salmon will be on like one shelf. And then the next shelf will be all the different varieties of like wieners or Cajun dogs or jalapeno cheddar or whatever. And then you get into your steaks and roasts. And then I do like a lot of sous vide stuff. So Mm -hmm. I pre vacuum seal the sous vide meals in the little basket on the bottom. Nice. So those are like, boom, pull it out. What are we eating tomorrow? Oh, this one has spinach and like moose roast in it with already pre-seasoned and I just throw it in the pot. Um, and then when those kind of get deplenished, I replenish them by going out to the other freezer and just hauling stuff in. So right. that, that's like, you know what you're going to use. It's always out of that one that's in your kitchen. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I just got into the sous vide. Uh, wife got me one for my birthday oh, in February. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. And I'm really excited to use it on this moose to see how that turns out. Yeah. Play around with it. Have you ever sous vide in an air fryer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't know yeah. the air fryer made a sous vide edition? Game me 2022, bro. Come check it out. Right. Check Actually, my entry. I think, I think Ninja <laughs> does have a sous vide. Really? I think so. Really? <laughs> it's like an Instapot slash sous vide. Oh, that's cool. That's one. Yeah. The one thing with the sous vide that I noticed with wild game is like I can put a, like a ribeye beef steak in at seven in the morning and turn it on at seven in the morning at whatever 128 degrees or whatever I'm doing at. And it tastes the same as if I turned it on at seven in the morning or an hour before I eat it. But the wild game, I found like it breaks down the, mm, the proteins in the meat mm-hmm. yeah. and I can only like leave it in there that minimum amount of time. So I'll just do like an hour. Oh, you don't go. leave it longer. No, it breaks it down too much. So fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like the, if you start like two a ribeye in one pot or, or um, like a backstrap steak or whatever at um, like seven in the morning, a moose say, and then do the, the same one in a different sous vide at four o'clock. They taste totally different. The, 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 the meat has broken down so much that it it's not as enjoyable. You know what you should do? You should remember this because this is a very cool science experiment, and you're going to have to do about 16 of them, if I'm doing the math right, with your daughter and your son starting in third grade till whatever grade. That's a really <laughs> awesome science experiment. Keep it in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Get creative with it. Because what my son was like, this is the first year he ever told me what his science experiment what wanted to be. Uh-huh. Like before, we were, I was always like, oh, we try this. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. God, we got to do the science. It's right, due right. for like in two months. You know, we'll <laughs> wait till one week and then go and just like make up something, whatever, whatever. And so now he's like, he wants to do a total ice fishing, like bait, lure, whole deal thing. But that sous vide thing would yeah, yeah. be a really good kid science. Oh, it would be good. You could do like the mo- you could cook one in the morning, one like mid morning, one in noon, one mid afternoon, one late afternoon, and then you know finish them all the same way. You know, like butter or whatever you like to do on a hot skillet, and then 
cut them all up and look at like the difference in grain and then taste the difference in like the structure of the meat and yeah. how well it stayed together. Parents listening, yeah. get your science experiment game up. Yeah. And you create a, a chef in your house. Oh, yep. yeah. That yep. now you can sit them back and they can put it together. Yeah. Yep. That's right. So, That's which right. sous vide did you get? Anova. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. You can Bluetooth on that one. Yep. Yeah. That's the key is like you throw in the. What's the difference? Is there, it's the size of the bags or. The bags are just your vacuum seal bags. I get mine from. Uh, but what makes not, one better than another? I don't know. I've only had one. Yeah. I, th- I think just like what. The feature of being Bluetooth or Wi Fi where you can be remote and access it is like the feature I was kind of asking why, he, which one he got. Cause that's key, right? Like I can be at work at three o'clock in the afternoon and have thrown Turn it on. A, yeah, cold pot of water on the stove with a frozen bag sitting in it. Yeah. And then seven hours later, turn it on to the exact temperature I want. I can see that it's heated up to that temperature and then I can turn it off when I want it turned off. That's nice. Yeah. A man like Carl would say that's more shit to break. Yeah, but you just YouTube it. Yeah, then. until he until he eats some of it. <laughs> no, I, I say oh, that because all right, well, be all over it. Well, I think I I'm trying to fix that if it broke because that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, just, I laugh because Carlo was my brother. Carl, I call him Carlo. Carl, you know, when he's like doing his <laughs> Carl shit, <laughs> <laughs> and he and he's like telling me he wants to buy a you know a Honda 2000, and I was I told him oh I got one right before the pandemic, and it was like. It's 800 bucks and he's like 800 bucks they're like so all this money i guess you can't yeah. find them or whatever i was like yeah i got the bluetooth he's like oh more shit to break <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i was like actually it's pretty cool you can only have to go outside and you can just turn it on yeah. and turn it off and it tells oh, you how much sick. gas is left and did you get the one with the bluetooth uh-uh. oh yeah you fucked up Boy, I, I didn't Carl know. would be proud of you though Less i got it from <laughs> facebook marketplace for 800 bucks though oh really yeah. like oh. right before the hunt Perfect. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Can't beat that. Hell, yeah. it's a good price. Actually, Carl, if you're listening, I seen them today. I went to um, talk with uh, the boys at Alaska Mining and Dive, and uh-huh. they have about eight of them in there. Nice. All Bluetooth. Twenty eight hundred bucks a piece. Actually, I didn't, they didn't have a price, so you know <laughs> <laughs> they don't put prices on stuff over That's there. That's not good. You just wait till you go to the counter. <laughs> yeah, they just holding out their hand. Yeah. Here you, there go. you go. Yep. We take payments. Uh, so the other things I learned with that sous vide were, uh, well, of course you got to sear it, but, um, the, the first steaks I made, they, they seemed to not be as juicy and didn't have as much flavor. And I was like, what is going on here? And then I realized that I had to like, let them rest in the juice when you're done mm. and then it reabsorbs in did you learn that lesson? I haven't. Yeah. So if, if you like cut them out of the bag or whatever, and you put them in a little pan, you can just watch so all the fluid comes out and the steak sitting in it or whatever the meat is um you can just watch oh i bet if you did like a time delay video you could see it but that meat that level of juice will drop and as the meat reabsorbs it up up. it's really cool a lot of recipes um call for putting it in an ice bath and that must be what it does uh, accelerates that process yeah that makes Mm. sense and leave Mm. it in the bag yeah, oh, throw it in a nice bath. Boom. Yep. A few minutes, and then hit your sear. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly. Give what it your butter said. bath, and yeah, sprinkle your whatever, and boom. Then lick your fingers. Mm. Mm. Like an entry in the meat party. 
Butter bath sounds yummy. Yeah. <laughs> Have you yeah. had fish in it? Yeah. Yeah. Halibut? I haven't done halibut. I've been <sighs> salmon. It's got to cook like quick, halibut? right? 132 degrees, 30 minutes. Mm. Fresh dill. Uh-huh. Over. Yeah. It's perfect, moist, succulent halibut. Yeah. Are you still, is it not too mushy when you get it out to still, like, give it a ch-ch? No, you could. Yeah. But it's just so perfect. Yeah. As is, you don't even need to give it a little grill. You could. I mean, I I definitely can see someone wanting that little char taste, that crust, you yeah. know, and the flavors that you can get with the different spices. But I don't know. It's just something about that simple dill and halibut mm-hmm. at the perfect texture. I don't even yeah. long for good. anything else. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm. I'll have to try that one. I've put spinach in my salmon in there before, and it's done really well. So I've been trying to look for other vegetables put in. I've put um, a lot of peppers in different, like, meats. I haven't tried any veggies, but I'm just thinking they take too long, unless it's something like a pepper that'll break down quick. Yeah, yeah. Or broccoli was not a good idea. I did Mm. that one. Asparagus was pretty good. Yeah, it got real mushy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I've seen some recipes for, like, corn on the cob, and I'm just like, what? At 180 degrees, you're just boiling it? Yeah, yeah. In the and bag? they're so good on the grill. <laughs> the little that Little-corn like Trader so Joe's chili lime on the grill. <sighs> I could go all yeah. day with that. Mm. How close to your heart is your um, smoked salmon recipe? How what? Close to your heart is it? It's part of it. <laughs> wow, that's it's pretty coveted. close. <laughs> it's like the left side of my heart. That's one of those things, man. It's like moose camp, sheep area. Smoked salmon recipe. But here's my deal. People just like they don't want to give it up. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it with you. Yeah, but we're not gonna put it on paper. I'll do it with you, and you can learn it. And I like that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's good. Way fair. Heard yeah. good things, man. Chad. What else are some really like good? That? We yeah. had it in here. Oh yeah, that stuff. Yeah. The package we had in there. Yeah. yeah. We had the one you gave me. I saved it for a time actually when your dad your dad was here. Yeah, in Earl. And you, we've had it before because you and James had made yeah. it before and given it to my dad and I. It's really, really good. Thanks. It's really yeah. good. You had Severson's? Johnny's? Mm-mm. He's got a good one, too. Johnny has a really good one. Tell he me. gave it up to everyone, though, on Scotty Gomez's Scotty show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, did he? Thompson. Has has like, I've been asking for this one. for years, oh. and then you just get it, give it out to everyone. <laughs> but that was the first text I <laughs> Like you owe me, motherfucker. Dude. <laughs> Didn't want to just give it up for world. years, and then he just went on the Scott Gomez show and gave it to the whole world and like, just like that. <laughs> I was like, oh man, like, okay, yeah, it's part of your heart, huh? Okay. <laughs> Apparently, <Sell> I'm out. <laughs> we were boys for how long? Yeah, come on, Johnny, baby, come on now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Johnny does have a good one. If you haven't seen that, go to Scott Gomez's Instagram or his old videos. And uh, Johnny Severson's one of the first. He's changed the name on his show a couple of times. I think now he's with NHL and it's Scotty Goes or Scotty Show. But before it was just. Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. And, and then Johnny told everyone. So now everybody that, knows. That's what it was called? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I know that Scotty quote. That is know. a funny song. Yeah. That is classic. Oh, Scotty my goodness. <laughs> yeah. 
be on the tune-up. Scott's coming in too, man. We got him linked uh, up here in October as one of our guests. We'll have to get him to give up some of his recipes. Yeah, he needs to show up. Like it, I don't know. I've just seen some of those videos where he's like sitting back drinking coffee and he's like dude, winter socks coffee. on and like it's growing out. You know, this comedy, uh, dude. Yeah. If you're not following Scott Gomez, man, and you're Alaskan, you got to go to it, dude. It's just comedy it's all comedy people think he's being serious it's just hilarious yeah. dude like the last one like he hosted a uh uh <laughs> he hosted a marathon or something dude like a half marathon i was like scott you're also in a marathon dude like he's and his video he has like his sweatpants like up to his like, chest <laughs> dude he's like running he's sweating and he comes to the camera and he's just like telling people about the things <laughs> dude uh, hilarious yeah. Shout out to him for moving back, though. A lot of these guys, you know, they go to the NHL or move on, and they don't come back to AK. So Is he, he comes back to AK and does a lot of cool shit. Oh, here. yeah. He's still got his house. He ended up buying his house where his parents live yeah, over there yeah. on the east side, and then he's got his cabin, you know, on in the, the Kenai. The and, and he's, he's got that he foundation here. here that's super active. Dude, the, yeah, yeah, dude, wow. the Scott Gomez Hockey Foundation. Yeah. If your kids are trying to get into hockey, go to that foundation, man. They're paying for kids to play hockey, dude. Scott Gomez Foundation. Gomez Foundation. We should actually look that up I real think quick. It is. Yeah. Scott it is. Gomez Foundation. Might be right the here. Scott Gomez Foundation. Um they're doing they're doing awesome things for the community, man. All the time. He's he's doing all kind of stuff, which is which is really, really cool. And you're right, man. He's one of the guys he who grew up here and he came back and he and he lives here now, man. Which is awesome. Yeah. You know? That's cool. Uh, Scotty Gomez Foundation. Scotty Gomez Foundation. <clears throat> Get your, of, get your followers up, Scotty Gomez Foundation. Dang. Yeah. Go to Scotty Gomez Foundation and follow them. There's the marathon. Oh, they have a giant duck. <laughs> I think I need that. <laughs> I think part of it, they host That's that, um, that the big, lake, the big Lake uh, three-on-three tournament, Pond oh, Hockey. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. The problem is, what, why never we never play that? It's, it's the same weekend as Ferrande. Oh, yeah, I did. We, we really China. like the Ferrande one where the, you know, the dot. It's just like participating in the Ferrande is a big yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. So, they're both cool things. Scotty goes. There it is. Well, I think this is his, his new new one where actually he's partnered up with like some big, big, big wigs, NHL, and they're doing that. But he was doing stuff on his own way mm -hmm. before that. Before that. And it was just hilarious, man. Just. If you just go follow him, it's it's just he's just a comedy. Hopefully, we we'll get him on, man. That'd, that'd be fun. Yeah, be no, fun he's, he said he's coming on, and and we'll uh, get the full Scotty doesn't know show. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a really wound up, high energy guy. Like I, I don't know him well. You guys all grew up with him. I got the the chance one night to hang out with him. Uh, he's playing down in uh, San Jose, and. Uh, Man, he was just like very outgoing, energetic dude. Like he was, I mean, he was just funny and just like life of the party type. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't. I mean, I didn't know what kind of like cat he was, and I was surprised. I was like, wow, you're. I think that might have developed full, in him. Full of. I just grew energy. up with Scott since we were little, little, mm -hmm. little, and he was always kind of shy. Oh. And humble, very humble, always mm -hmm. very humble oh, with his skills, yeah. um, and just like so. Uh, Humble's another word I'd say. Another word I'd say is generous. Um, just generous with his friendship, generous with, with people. And it's just beautiful to see. And, and it just shows his character to come back and, and, and 
give back to Alaska and do right. this hockey Anytime. and like the women's high school hockey. Like they put a bunch of money and he's doing stuff that people don't even know that he's doing out mm-hmm. here for people, yep. which is, which is amazing. And, and his just like, when I texted him up, um, like, Hey man, we'd love to have you come on the show. He's like immediate text back 1000%, dude, I'll be back between these dates and this dates. Like, let's do it. Perfect. Know? So. AK roots deep. Yeah, man. If you got any funny questions or a story about Scotty, hit us up at Alaska Wild Project at Gmail. It's something you want to ask him. You know, any of you young hockey boys out there, something you want to hear or something. Because we're going to, I mean, people, he's been on a lot of things on spitting chiclets and you've heard a lot of history and stuff like that. But I really want to narrow down like what his Alaska growing up lifestyle has been and, and things that he does here. And I mean, he's just one of us that grew up that just happened to, you know, play in the NHL and went couple stanley cups rookie of the year you and know. i got a patreon story so about <laughs> i have a, actually i have a patreon story about uh when the when he brought the cup to ben brady's house rest in peace my man ben brady i got a good oh, yeah. i got a real good patreon only story about that one nice <laughs> i don't think i've heard this one no i can't wait to no hear it <laughs> no one's heard i'm gonna become a patreon subscriber yep definitely do that yeah. So with uh, just like circling back a little bit about the game prep, one thing yeah. that everyone needs to do is buy their bags at Alaska Butcher Equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. one thing you get these guys going, people going in buying the food saver bags and stuff. Don't buy those. Go over and get the real stuff over um, size specific <clears throat> and buy them in the big bag quantity. You know, the 250 bags where you can get a bunch, mm-hmm. 500 bags at a time at a, a cheap price. And then you can get the thicker bags like the four mils, even you know, the, five. the fives, and then you can go thicker if you're going for like the bones, because I'll I, I like mm-hmm. to harvest the bones and then use them in bone broth and stuff, and they'll break the the four mil bags, um, and then it saves your vacuum sealer because you're not um, getting a roll and having to seal both sides, so yep. you already have a pre sealed side, and then you can buy the ones like if you're doing smoked salmon, you can get the ones that have the resealable z- a ziplock in yep. it. You can do that with your moose sticks too. Yeah, I've been doing that sticks. for years. Yeah, so um, yeah, get over there and um, buy their stuff for sure and support local. Yeah, I mean, that's that butcher supply off Mountain View is awesome. They even yeah. got the stickers if you want to label. Because a lot of times you'll get and you're like, man, you're writing on the sharpie, but it's really cool. Um, I seen Thompson with yeah. just the label of it, like hot. Yeah, hot, hot, hot. Like red they just had red salmon, caribou. Yeah, because a lot of times we you'll pull something out. And if it's from Indian Valley or one of these other places, they don't actually like, it'll have the label of all of them, but they don't put the check mark on yeah. some of them. So mm-hmm. you're like, what is this? Is this yep. bear or is this moose? Or, or a what, year. Or what year it is. Yep. And, and so they have those cool stickers over there. Yeah. And the bags are just way better. Yeah, they're they're incredible. Yep. So I got a funny story about Butcher Supply. <laughs> um, and Butch, he, the guy who owns it, he's a good dude. The Butcher His Supply owner is Butch? Yep. Oh, that is so Yeah. Cool. He's a real Alaskan dude, you know. Middle name Er. Anyway, uh, I used to rent <laughs> vacuum sealers, um, you know, the, at the end of July, because uh-huh. you'd get some fish. And I was tired of burning through food savers, and you can go rent one for sixty bucks a day. And you know, when you come back from a weekend and you dipped and you rod and reeled, it's like you got a few buddies, you yeah. got a hundred plus fish. Yep. So we just rent them. Well, uh, the smoked salmon contest. They advertised at Sportsman's Warehouse, and one of the prizes was a vacuum sealer. And I was like, I want one. And uh, the girl I was dating was like, well, you should put your smoked salmon in there. I was like, nah. 
And then I kept getting told by her and some other friends to do it. And that's what happened. I, I did that contest and I, I won it. And you won the vacuum sealer? Yeah. With your smoked salmon that we had the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. And that's you're still funny. using it to this day, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. It's such a, it's like, and if you're just buying one, it's such a one and done deal, right? Buy once, cry once, like optics. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't that the truth, man? Good rain gear, too. <clears throat> yeah. I have yet to buy a good vacuum sealer. Oh, you got to. Go I get know, the one man. from Costco. It's half price now. Okay, I'll say that the one from Costco is amazing, but if you don't want to spend plus 600 bucks and you want a $300 one, the Cabela's commercial grade is, like, way better than the food saver, food saver yeah. but not quite the Costco or the, that one. Yeah. It is, like, probably the best cheap one. I've found I've had mine for maybe like three, four years yeah, and yeah. I vacuum sealed a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's still legit. Wes, yeah. do you have like the big like microwave sized big old yeah. badass one? What's the, that one? What do you even know what it's called? MVS is that one right there. MVS. Oh, this one right here in yep. the back. Yeah. Yeah. On the left. Yep. Right next to the air fryer and the sous vide machine. But Costco changed it, right? <laughs> so it used to be. I have giant countertops. What, VacMaster was the one they carried? Yeah. Right? That's yes. the one I have. And that that one's really expensive, like $1,000. That was $1,000. $900,000. Yeah. Okay, but the that, new yeah. one they switched to, which I'm hearing is really good, is like 600 bucks. Yeah. And hopefully it lasts as long as these Vac Seal ones or the VacMaster ones. And those do. are chamber. Yeah, they're chamber ones, yeah. and so you Versus, can do liquids and stuff in them, right? Oh, yeah, so, right. so it's really good for the sous vides. My sealer up until Sunday was down at the cabin, and so we got this moose, and we had backstrap and stuff. So I borrowed a friend of mine who got it from Costco, and there is a noticeable difference in the suction and seal from the one that I have versus the Costco. The new Costco one? What, which one's better? The one you have is better? Yes. The old school, traditional. Is your It's only two or three years old, so I don't know if it's the old one or a new one. Okay. Because I never bought one from there, yeah, so I, I, I can't really like, speak on it. But I think it is the... Yeah. The two or three years ago, it's they blue, switched. blue. It's got the switch yeah, on the side. that's the newer one. Switch on the side and the little lever that holds the lid when yeah. you're not operating because it naturally yeah. springs up. Right. That's a lot like the back master that I have. And what's the one that... You have the butcher supply one. Mm-hmm. They obviously it's have an the Italian made chain. one. Yeah, yeah. Now and it's I'm, two. You could buy. The, what what are they at Costco? The new ones are the, that aren't by Vacmaster. I don't know what the new company is. They're six hundred. Okay, so you can buy four and a half of those before you buy one for Bush. Right, store. right. Because yeah. that's twenty hundred dollars. Right. Oh wow. Yeah. Now that's another thing that'd be really cool to be at a a area where multiple families can use. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like at uh, the commercial kitchen yeah. where you have the commercial vacuum sealer, totally. Totally. all that stuff. Dude, you can turn that into a fish house, too. I mean, they have that in Seward at uh, the military. Oh, yeah. yeah. Someone step it up, man. You yes. can rent it for the day. Yeah. Go use all the equipment, whatever they want. your like supply? A, a supply. Just open a, a little supply, yeah. like use our stuff, rent it. Yeah, good idea. Another turn into a tip, mess, though, though, on those sealers, if you want to get one from Butcher Supply, they refurbish the rentals. And Ooh. sell them. Oh. So if you I'm get on their about. list, you can get one. Oh, it's a list for a lot less than There's a, a new one. Right. For the and I mean, master? those guys—they're a simple machine. I mean, not really simple, but the guys got it down. They know how to work on them. Right. 
and they can, you know, refurbish it. It's basically new, but it's obviously not right. worn. And that's a fraction of the normal price. Right. And when it starts <coughs> to wear out again, you know, the guy that did, you bought it from the guy that knows the maintenance. Just refurbish it, so the furbish. Yeah. Yeah. But do they yeah, rent them still? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can go rent the $2,800 one. Yeah. For $28 a day. Shit, it's probably hundred dollars. Ten, twelve yeah. years ago, well, I haven't rented one since two thousand eleven. So before that, it was like sixty, sixty-five bucks a day. Yeah, that's awesome. If they're that's available, awesome. I bet there's like waiting lists for that kind of shit. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so many people that are trying to use those things. Yeah, Eric picked one up, and we vacuum sealed, uh, like whole deer shoulders. Mm-hmm. So you can pretty much just like pull them right out and cook yep. them. Oh my god. That was amazing. We want to talk about preserving some food for a long period of time, especially if you're doing those like Friel did the steaks. Oh yeah, you vacuum seal those suckers up, man. Yeah, because you have the bone and you have like spiky parts of the bone and pointy parts, and so that's Mm -hmm. when you want that five mil bag or yeah whatever it is, so that doesn't like Mm -hmm. puncture a hole in there. They also sell bone guard. It's really good. It's a heavier, thick liner that goes inside the bag. Huh. It's really oh. popular with shrimp okay. people because they sell those foam trays. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. foam tray shrimp. The shrimp uh, shells are really sharp, like right? Yep. And so they sell a foam, or I'm sorry, a bone shield, a shield. bone guard. Yeah, yeah. Bone yeah. Guard. Mm-hmm. that's super cool. And it's good for fillets too. Yeah. Because mm. I've slick. had smoked salmon, you vacuum seal in those bones. Oh, right. Do they do they have um, a smoked salmon competition yearly? The only one I ever heard of was the one West. Maybe we need to do the AWP smoked salmon. I did our our Ferrandi competition. Maybe Maybe part of the the meat party. Yeah, start out. It'd be fun to do like a seasonal one, so you could have like smoked salmon for one, and then you have like something like for like spring bear. Yeah, like something with a bear, and then like maybe towards like Thanksgiving, something with like a bird, like ptarmigan or duck. A fowl, Goose, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah crane. You know? And then I don't know what you would do in the winter, but uh, maybe the some game beaver. Feed. Yeah, then we'll have the game feed. Yeah, do it all. We're working on it, people. We're trying to. Uh, Bring some more stuff to you guys and get some of those recipes out. And I mean, there's so much to offer. I feel sorry for you people that don't live up here. There's so many like (laughs) little tricks. Like uh, it was actually my mom that showed me how to reduce, uh, how to do a reduction with sloppy joes, which is like super basic. Like I loved moose sloppy joes. Moose sloppies was like a college (laughs) Thursday thing and call it at my, at Washington state people came to my condo or apartment on campus and ate moose sloppies. That mm. was the thing. Yeah. Well, a few years ago, you know, after we had the twins, uh, my mom was in that house a lot more. And, you know, now I'm an adult cooking, which as a kid, I wasn't cooking that much. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, I don't do sloppy joes like that. I do a reduction all day. With so the, it's not with, so juicy? With Dimitri's. Yeah. And she puts that Dimitri's, that uh, Bloody Mary mix in it. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that this like reduction sloppy Joe is just fucking amazing. And it's just like you do these little tricks, you know, and um Well February fifteenth, really tell your mom we're having the oh, yeah. competition. 
I don't she, think it's it's sloppy gels in any window competition, but <laughs> <laughs> but it it's super easy, right? And it's like these little tricks that that you uh, when we share them, our 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 uh, our food becomes a lot more. Man, bomb. what'd you bring to the party? Sloppy <laughs> Joe. What'd you call them? Moose sloppies. <laughs> it was like moose sloppies and friends. Remember friends was on that? That was before we went out to the pub. Yeah, yeah. to the Coog. Oh man! Oh man! Moose sloppies and cougars. We, we got to come up with a really good prize for the uh, the game meet. Some of those categories, Ooh, man. We'll come want, up with something. Definitely, man. I think you got to have a trophy. You know? Yeah, we'll definitely Jason have a trophy. And I get to hold the trophy for the year. What's on the top oh. of the trophy? You know, like the karate guy, and they have like the hockey guy. The cup. <laughs> like one guy, like just holding up, like. He's got to be like wearing a snowshoe in one, ha- wearing a snowshoe on one side, like a sandal on the other, like carrying. Or maybe in. like you know how like you, when you get a big moose um, backstrap and people hold it up, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, and oh, it's just like long, and you have got your arms all out wide, and just like yeah, yeah. strip of meat. Yeah, the anaconda. Yeah. yeah. There we go. That fifteen strip That's of meat. Go- Who makes trophies? We got to go holler at them about this. <laughs> You make trophies, hit us up. Just hands holding meat. It's like, ah. <laughs> We're not going to make that everyone's a winner trophy. No, no, no. no. You, don't, you don't just <laughs> no get a medal for coming. No, you don't You will have a good time if you come, but you're not going to walk yeah, away with a medal. Yeah. Promise. We'll take away your trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I imagine we could get, uh, you know, some local vendors out there to uh, maybe comprise of some, uh, some cool packages. Some gift no, packages know, of some you know, sort. Uh, Kevin hooked us up with a backpack at Dude's Day, and you know, there's yeah. maybe something not to that magnitude, but anything that a local vendor that has some really cool shit that we would be willing to throw down on it. Especially um, if it was, a, especially if it was like around cooking. That too. Yeah. Like a store. Yeah. yeah that'd be maybe right. Alaska Butcher Supply could throw in one of those vacuum sealers. Who knows? I mean, yeah. Could get That's a good real idea. interesting. Could get real. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe some sort of knife. Knife set or yeah, something cool. cool. Yeah, badass a butcher cutting, block. Maybe um, Sweeney board, yeah. or, or um, Josh Nix can come through with a really cool butcher, you know, charcuterie yeah. board or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, we could get real. Creative hey, we're getting creative that. here, guys. Oh yeah, watch out now. It's AWP, baby. I'm gonna have to break out some recipes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> some recipes, dude. Recipes. <laughs> Did you say recipes? You know, you, you didn't catch that part. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow Dang that sounds like a t-shirt <laughs> With his face on it Jesus Wesapi <laughs> We want more Wesapis <laughs> You gotta wear your Elmer Fudd hat for that Oh, oh that's my great. god that was good <laughs> that, that, that was, was awesome really that was good, really man. really good Well uh, listen guys if you haven't Subscribed to our YouTube channel Please do that If you're listening right now on Apple Just pause scroll up you can leave us a uh, Apple Podcast review. If anything, just rate it. If we suck, we suck. Give us a one star. If you like what you're listening to, put a couple words down. It's very, very helpful. Um, go to alaskawildproject.com. Like I said, we have new shirts, new hoodies. We got a bunch of new merch coming out. Patreon members, if you're a Patreon member, we will have coming out as a Patreon story. Um, we will have the discount code in there for you guys. Um, if you're not a Patreon member, go to our website, scroll down, you'll see the Patreon link. Just click on that. Five bucks, ten bucks, fifty bucks. You know what I'm saying? If you're a baller, come through. 
And um, thank you for the support, man. We appreciate it, Wes. Thank you for coming out, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, Wes. It was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, yeah we really appreciate you. Um, Alaska, thank you for listening, and stay wild. You remember my speaking to you of what I call your overcautiousness. Are you not overcautious when you assume that you cannot do what the enemy is constantly doing? The Alaska Wild Project podcast is brought to you by the following sponsors. The Bait Shack, located on Ship Creek upstream of the bridge. Can't miss the bright red shack. They're the go-to fishing gear rental and guide service on Ship Creek. Tight lines and fish on. Come hook into the action with them. Hit them up at thebaitshackak.com. Lawn Pro AK, your year-round professional property maintenance company, providing services such as weekly lawn maintenance, driveway sweeping, snow and ice management, and tons more. Get your free estimate today at lawnproak.com. Anchortown Dogs, located at 4th Avenue across from the old 4th Avenue Theater. Look for the blue and gold umbrella. From reindeer dogs to bomb euros, they've got you covered. Anchortown Dogs, your local gourmet hot dog and sausage cart. Menegados Accounting, locally owned and operated advisory and tax accounting solutions. Passion, experience, diligence. Learn more at menegadosaccounting.com. Double Shovel Cider Company, located off Arctic and 58th. Handcrafted Alaskan-made cider. They also have a tap room downtown on the corner of 5th and E. Check them out at doubleshovelcider.com. Serrano's Mexican Grill, two locations, one on Tudor, one on Northern Lights. The Northern Lights location has their new tequila bar. Check it out. Also see their daily specials at serranosmexicangrill.com. AKO Farms, located in Sitka, Alaska, built from the ground up with concentrates as their single motivation. Find their products such as their sugar wax, full-spectrum diamond sauce carts, and more at the Treehouse AK and other dispensaries around the state. Ask your local bud tender about AKO. TheTreehouseAK.com, located at 341 Boniface Parkway. Your all-in-one cannabis and CBD store. Ask the bud tender what the strain of the day is to get your 10% off. The Treehouse, where the culture lives. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be high-performing and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For the use of only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children and marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Tailored Restoration 24-Hour Emergency Home Services. Helping Alaskans restore their dreams since 1972. Services include fire, water, mold, post-emergency cleaning, repair, and remodeling. Give them a call in Anchorage, Eagle River, Matsu, or Fairbanks. Hit them up at tailoredrestorationalaska.com.